Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. All right, so, uh, Mike, come on. If anyone here wanted to off themselves on air, this would be a great time. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Now's the time. Finally got it working. (laughs) To make an impression. Mm Mm-hmm. Your final impression. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. I'm joined today by Mr. Evan. Evan, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Um, if you would like to follow my train of thought for just a moment, um, I found out about a new band this weekend called Thank You Scientists. I found out about them researching Periphery on the greatest website of all websites, Reddit and found out that one of the members plays the uh, shamisen, which is that like one or two-stringed ancient Japanese instrument. So I was thinking about, oh man, you don't, you don't hear much about that anymore. What was life like back then? And then, <laughs> then my mind went to how people used to call all... Uh, people from the Asian countries, Oriental. Then I was thinking about, man, Oriental is my favorite flavor of ramen, and I'm pretty sure my dad also... <laughs> my dad still calls people Oriental. So I, that was a good uh, train of thought I had earlier today. See, Oriental, it sounds bad, but it's not... Is it still racist? Is I it racist? I don't know why it would be, but it sounds like it, like uh, it is, but I don't think it is. Like, Sounds I don't think your dad's a racist. I don't think your dad's like, no. oh, those Orientals, you know? I don't, no. I don't think he's saying that. You know? <laughs> he's no, he's Archie not Bunker. racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't mean it in a bad way. It's just like, I'm sure that's what his parents said, maybe in a bad way, and, you know. The thing is, none that. of us are uh, from there, from that part of the world, so we're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Maybe they're like, oh, that's horrible. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can never guess. They're like you, James. They prefer the term Asian American. That's right. <laughs> Even if they're just from China. That's right. That's right. Not, not American at all. That's right. I prefer the term black. A black. You are a, a black. black. I am a black. <laughs> Is the Orient Express still a thing? Wasn't that a rail railroad? Like the Mongolian Expressway? I'm pretty sure it's still what? a railroad. The Mongolian Expressway? Whatever, man. Trans-Siberian. Like, it's like 495? But... Yeah. <laughs> with trains. Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was a thing. Yeah, I don't know if it still is. Um, hmm. Alright, so this show is about something. I haven't Not figured yet. out what yet today. Not yet. <laughs> well, Pro right, tip, listen so... to Thank You Scientist. Uh, so I was right, exactly. So listen to that. Evan will put a link to that on our uh, webpage. I sure will. IOPanelPodcast.com. Um, so anyway, so thank you, Evan. And then James, how you doing? I'm good, man. Great. What's new? Um, not a whole lot, man. Helped some people move today. That was fucking horrible. And uh... <laughs> is that what that was about? Uh, what? It wasn't just an invitation for pizza and beer. 
Oh no, that was the reward for no, moving? no, no. Yeah, that was the moving reward. Yeah, and and I think Michael was invited for the reward, but not okay. for because he was sick. So, um, but actually, uh, they 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 did it right. Right, they they were everything was well prepared and ready, and uh, they invited like twenty people. And of course, when you invite twenty six people show up, and of those six, two are like basically worthless, and three or four are good to go. So it it actually worked out really well. Um, I was one of the ones who was good to go, and the two people who were moving were good to go, and a few people who helped were good to go. And one guy came and bless his little heart, he he was drunk. So he had to go sleep. <laughs> he ran his head into the wall, and then he had to go home and sleep. That's Who's great. That? Huh? Who was that? That was Dave, <laughs> the gentle giant. Really? <laughs> yeah, the seven-foot man who like destroyed his scalp on the Hobbit home of uh, Diana's living room. It's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah. So otherwise, all right. It was, yeah, was you missed there... it. But it was. It was. You would have had if you went. If you went, you would have had to work. So. It was fine. Everything was it's a pretty easy move. Uh, please, I'm glad I did it. Um, was that's there a moving van involved, or did everyone just put shit in their car? No, it was all in various cars, and all the big shit went in my truck. So, um, Well, you knew that that was going to happen when you bought that thing. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. It's falling apart now, that now, though, so i gotta got to get it fixed. got to get some work done. That's just extending your contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, you got to get yourself a uh, BMW M Roadster or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can take your toiletries. That's about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that, that was that was all. I mean, I played a little Star Citizen uh, 2.5 this weekend, uh, the PTU. I debated buying uh, No Man's Sky, watched tons of No Man's Sky video, and did a bunch of reading about it. Um, what else? Set my desktop computer back up, which I'm on right now, on a dining room table, so my girlfriend's not liking that. Oh, you um, didn't put your actual desk in there. That's in the basement. No. Oh, yeah, I finished my desk this weekend, and I think you guys saw pictures of that, so yep. that was pretty good. I sent it to my dad for him to look at and peruse. He gave his approval. He said, "He said you are now my son, so I was like, <laughs> pretty happy about that, you know. Passed pass the test. Yeah, it was pretty, it was a good weekend overall, so, Yeah. So let's jump in, man. All right. So, Mike, how was your weekend? Oh, yeah, how was your meet? We had Mike. Let's, let's not forget about our hosts. Yeah. How rude. Oh well, <laughs> thank you, Evan. You're welcome. My Under weekend. Under the bus you go. Yeah. All right. My what? I don't care. My weekend was fine. I was sick, so I didn't do much. I've been uh, ma- mainly staying at home. I re-listened to the book Indian Hill. By Mark Tufo. Is that racist? Mm. It is not. Hmm. Unless you think the term Indian is racist, which maybe it is. Was it called know. Indian Hill or Injun Hill? <laughs> if it's Injun Hill, that's racist. Was it Indian or Hill. That's or what Red, we call it. An accent. Red, Red Man Hill. Yeah. Although the but name not is the very, the name is very misleading because the book is about aliens coming to invade. Was it Redskins Hill? The world. So it's a documentary. Yes, it's a documentary about events real time. that have not yet happened. That's right. Starring Eric Stoltz. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I've been listening to that. I'm not quite done with that yet. Um, that's going to tie in uh, sort of with my Audible pick of the week later. Mm-hmm. But um, 
we'll, we'll hold off on that for now. So yeah, not much going on this weekend. Uh, been staying, keeping a low profile just because I've been a little sick. So I've been trying to get better. You know, don't want to drinking your vinegar. <laughs> no, I I have not. I don't know that we have cod liver oil. No, just been uh, crushing up Sudafed, snorting them. You know, <laughs> nice, nice. Taking them, taking them mainly. Oh yeah, <laughs> like heroin. Like just like the heroin. Yeah. Yep. Just like just like that horse. <laughs> or or boy, apparently. Or boy. Oh, there you go. Right. That's why it's called boy. Um, I thought you guys were talking about Mr. Hands. Ooh. If you don't know what that is, don't look it up. Well, okay. So you heard you heard that everyone. Looking it up. Yeah, you heard that Evan. Don't don't look that up. I don't know what it means, so that's fine. Stay that way. No okay. leeches. No <laughs> boring ahead in your hole to let the uh, the infected spirits out. Uh, okay. We're all about medieval medieval cures. All right. Yeah. Shall we get into something legitimate? Eh. I, I saw a couple movies this weekend too. I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, I saw Star Trek Beyond well, and. Uh, we could talk about that later. And I saw something else too. So Star Trek Beyond and. It said later, Beyond. fucker. Sorry. Okay. We got a sci-fi section Sorry. for that. Okay, I'm gonna write it in there and put it in the notes. Please. Do. I didn't mean to yell at you. I was. Forget it. Was channeling Mike. It, it happened. It's already. It done. did happen. <laughs> um. Go. All right. So let's talk about news item one: interplanetary mining. Yes, that is what I have called it. So right. last week we talked about a private moon mission being approved by several dozen U.S. agencies who. Probably should have nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, this week, we talk about Deep Space Industries, who is a company partnered with the government of Luxembourg. Ho oh, <laughs> ho. Uh, in 2017, they're going to be sending a small unmanned craft into low Earth orbit to test out certain key technologies that are required to investigate and potentially mine a yet-to-be-chosen near-Earth asteroid. Mm -hmm. um, the initial craft, well, actually, the one they're going to send to the asteroid is very, very small compared to what you would think of as a, a spacecraft. Um, I don't remember the dimensions, but it's only going to be about 110 pounds fully loaded at takeoff. So it'll have a small booster section to get it out of the atmosphere. And once it's in space, it actually uses uh, jets of water to maneuver, which is an interesting concept because on most, if not all, asteroids, um, they are flying ice and other shit. So it will be able to, in theory, land, investigate, refuel itself, and return. That they hope to accomplish by the end of the decade. So still a few years. But they're hoping to to uh, create a, I guess, a foothold in the space economy, as they call it. Space economy, huh? Yep. Well, okay. So we the the group we talked about last week, they were one of the one of the groups that was like saying how, um, they were saying how. Oh yeah, this is going to be one of the 
this is how we're going to have the first trillionaires or whatever like that, right? So the people who said that like first were the were the were these people like about 2 years ago and they they're the ones who were right. Like the first people who pull like, you know, fucking 35 pounds of platinum, pure platinum out of like some asteroid, you know, a day, they're going to be like billionaires, you know, trillionaires for real. Yeah. You know, until the market like gets destroyed. And that's like the other thing that people have to figure out how to deal with. Like when we can just pull fucking whatever we need out of asteroids passing the earth, you know. But it's going to open up a new whole new market. Like I'm looking right here and this is a great website. I'll put it in the show notes here. It's a near earth object program. And uh the so one of the closest ones here in 2016 the closest approach date is August 11th. It's 0.0195 AU astronomical units. So one astronomical unit is like ridiculous. So this is like, oh, of course, a really distance, small. That's the distance between the Earth and the Sun. Yeah, which is like a ridiculous amount of fucking distance. So this is actually pretty. This is actually pretty close to us. Yeah. But like, it's gonna open a whole new industry up of like people being able to like, oh, like faster engines and like you know competitions to build like. What's the next propulsion technique and all this kind of stuff? It's gonna be pretty amazing once this like really kicks off. I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. It's gonna be an exciting couple of years. Like a space race, a new commercial space race is gonna take off, and people don't even realize yet. Yep, and Elon Musk is gonna be not giving a fuck from Mars. That's right. Zero fucks given, baby. He's gonna have his own mar- weird Martian economy. Yep. <laughs> I'll be a Musk there, bites in the Musk dollar. That's right. Hey, everything will be called Musk. He'll he'll bring he'll bring a uh, series of Musk oxen, but Uh. since they're already called that, they'll be called Musk Musk oxen. Is it like like Aladdin? He's like, is the gun Aladdin or Aladdin? A great benevolent dictator, Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm ready. Emperor Musk, take me with you. Bronze statues will be erected. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. Uh, an article about deep learning, a.k.a. the launch of Skynet. A company named Nirvana, N-E-R-V-A-N-A, is creating a chip that is optimized for quote-unquote deep learning and doesn't have any other functionality like, you know, normal Intel or AMD or IBM, you know, processors would. So they're making this uh, this ASIC chip that is supposed to be 10 times faster for the, for the, uh, the system to learn than what's in use today. And each of the chips will have 32 gigs of high bandwidth memory, which will, is supposed to operate at 8 terabits per second throughput. Which is way way faster than our you know our desktops, which is what we're used to is already slower than what's being used um, in you know like the botnets. <laughs> uh, yeah okay. So if it can learn ten times faster, then what the hell is deep learning? That's like That's uh, AI, AI computer, yeah, uh, like a computer's ability to, to learn and understand from data sets. Yeah. As one of my other favorite YouTubers calls it, derp learning. 
That's actually a really great name for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name because computers are fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. It's like, Once... do this math, dummy. <laughs> I mean, I hope it works out just so I can see what happens if a computer starts to actually think by itself. I don't think it'll happen from this project. But, so, uh, packaged with their um, their ASIC chips is Neon, which is an open-source Python-based language, which uh, Nirvana has also developed specifically to use for, uh, or uses learning models for this kind of uh, process. So, also good news for them, they are being procured by Intel for $400 million. Oh, shit. So it's definitely going to happen. Intel's buying these people? Yep. What's your company called? Nirvana. Checking. St- I don't think they have stock. Yeah, they're not probably. I never heard of that publicly <laughs> shared. And Intel stock is down. I've been keeping track a little bit. James is about to get on Robinhood. Right. Make some more bad investments. That's right. <laughs> you got that right, Chief. I actually I put in uh, $300 into a tip that I got from an unreputable website just to see how trustworthy they were. Yeah. And uh, I lost 20 bucks on the first day, but it actually went up uh, 3% from where I bought it. So I'm in the green. Who's laughing now? Yeah. What, what, what stock was that? <clears throat> that's um, that's private information. Jay. So that's need to know. I can't, I can't get that out. Yeah. Oh, my I'll, God. I'll let you know how it works out. What is this, your SEC filing for your paperwork? <laughs> like, I, I didn't pass that tip on. Yeah, no, it's uh, protected uh, private information. I'll give you I'll give you two hints. It's a pharmaceutical company, and it's a color. Hmm. I'll have to look into it. I don't know. Okay, what's, what's there's up? Only, there's only so many colors, I guess. But yeah, I'm not gonna be able to guess. Dude, I have no idea. I only I invested only in weed companies. <laughs> Oh, bad choice. How'd those do? After the, uh, the, the DEA ruling. What was the DEA ruling? That uh, marijuana will remain a Schedule One controlled substance. No, that's not going to make a difference. Okay. Is the DEA law a law-giving body? Yes. No, they're, no, they're a law enforcement, enforcement body. body. They can't. They're they they can not pass any law. Okay. Yeah, and the stock, so XX, 22nd Century Company, which is my main pot company, it's a penny stock. Not saying anyone should buy penny stocks, but this is, I think, I, I did research before I bought this one. Actually, I bought it because the name was cool and it was a penny stock, but then I did research and found out what kind of company it was, and so I'm pretty pleased. Um, it was $0.75 cents a share when I bought it. It's a, it was a buck a share on Friday. Now it's $0.96 cents a share. I'm, I'm way in the green. Like I'm doing, good. I'm way, I'm doing really good on this. I wish I had enough money to have like a thousand shares of it, because then, then I'd see some really good like fucking deflection with the money there. Um, Nvidia's up to sixty-two bucks. Got a couple shares of Nvidia. Nope, I don't have any Nvidia. I'm a fucking idiot. We um, <laughs> have some AMD. I bought it when it was forty-five bucks, and now it's up to sixty bucks. And then I sold it when it was at fifty bucks or something like that, because I was like, this stock sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's an idiot. Not too bright, huh? And I bought Iridium because I thought, oh, they're about to launch their new satellites. I told you to do that. Yeah, and they're in the toilet. They're in the shit show. They're really? The 
yeah. There, I still made money on it, but it's uh, actually been no. Going down for a while. No, actually, I lost. I lost money on it. Yeah. He's like, no, no, like, 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 I'm way down. I'm way, way down. No, I'm, I, I mean, well, I lost about like two shares or something. I lost about a dollar a share, so I mean, I'm I lost ten bucks on it basically. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. Iridium might may come back once rappers start to figure out that set phones are back in. Mm-hmm. And the new network is up. Rappers. Yeah, rappers love fucking sat phones. It's their primary customer. No, no, sat phone rappers. Sat phones are the new freaking. Uh, what's that flip? Motorola StarTac. They're the new StarTac, dude. Nextel. The new, the new uh, the talkabouts. Boop, boop. The, new ta- the new talkabouts. Yeah. So, trust me. The new people talkabouts. don't people don't know any better. Will be getting sat phones. Dude, what else are you gonna use on your yacht? Yeah, you need a fucking sat phone, dude. With T pain. Even if you can't swim and your yacht has, doesn't leave the boat, the thing, you know? It's Why don't you make yacht. a sat phone detachable with a flotation device suitable yeah. for one rapper and his bitch? Mm, that's interesting. There we go. You get a you get a sat phone for 1300 bucks. That's nothing. That's not that's bad. good. That's if you're a rapper, good. that's cheap. Yeah. Well, and the new, not which rapper, but yeah. The, the, new, the new network is very fast. <laughs> the new network. Very, very fast. Yeah. Let's get into this. Mary and Barry died? What? Whoa, whoa, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Why is this coming out of left field? I just, saw this in the, in, I just saw this in the lineup here. Let's be clear. Mary and Barry is dead. Oh, yeah. He's been dead for a while. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's been dead for a while. <laughs> this is his That's son, Marion C. Barry, who is it's Christopher, and he actually went by Christopher until... The last couple of years, then his dad died. He started going by Marion. Um, it's a cheap was, trick for recognition. So he was 36 years old. He died uh, last night slash this morning, and it looks like it was drug related, like a drug overdose. Why the hell would he? People are stupid. Runs in the Dude, family. You know the first thing I would have done? No, stupidity doesn't run in families. Just mm. stuck fucking stupidity is a or human drugs. fucking human curse. That doesn't run in families either. That's just fucking. It's stu- he should know better more than anybody else. And Marion Barry was a, was a functional drug addict. He's like busy being a fucking mayor and doing fucking crack. I mean, there's <laughs> a big difference between him and this fucking guy who this I didn't guy, even know existed. This guy he was chasing the dream, James. What, chasing he, something. Chasing the dragon. Is that what? Chasing it is? the dragon. Yeah. yeah that's what it is. <laughs> right. Chasing the dragon uh, on the back of a Pegasus. Um. <laughs> No, look, if my name was Marion fucking Barry, I'd be running for mayor in D.C., dude. And then governor of fucking Maryland or something. Like, this, this guy's he stupid. ran for his dad's, um, you know... Council seat? Council seat or whatever, but he didn't win in the last election. Damn. Maybe he should have. Maybe it's a good thing he OD'd. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Because if you can't real name their connection of a fucking fucking DC hero like Marion Barry, then I don't know what to tell you, dude. You need to pack it in. You need to get on the Musk moon trip. So you gotta, you gotta go fucking start cleaning up the Musk household so you like, can go to the fucking moon and start over. If you can't do better than an admitted crack addict, then you got nothing going for you. I mean, well, no, it's not even that he was a minute crack addict. Dude, Marion Barry is a fucking D.C. hero, whether he's a crack addict, loves prostitutes or not. You know, like, people in D.C. love this fucking guy because he did do a lot for D.C. So if his son can't win on the name recognition, I mean, he's fucking named Marion Barry. People can't give votes just for that. He couldn't win the fucking council seat. He was, he, he was, 
He was sixth. There's Jesus. a lot. Dude, oh. Yeah, man. Pack it in, dude. 80% of the vote? Yeah, he something like even, that. He can't even get on the must trip to Mars, dude. It's not even double-digit material. It's horrible. I mean, obviously it's horrible when anybody dies, but honestly, when fucking people are like, oh, he's a drug addict, this, that, other thing, he just, I mean, I don't know. It's like feels like natural selection or fucking the culling happening. And it's like, whatever, dude. Fucking The, the culling. The culling, I like yeah. I like that. Yeah. The Wraith from Stargate Atlantis. People who are watching this live are like, James is a maniac. <laughs> well, speaking of the culling, there's one other thing I wanted to mention before we move off from the news here. Um, did you guys hear about there was a explosion in an apartment building? Yes. In Silver Spring? Yeah, mm-hmm. Silver Spring, Maryland. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so there's a... Uh, Apartment complex, I believe it's called the Flower Branch Apartments. Yep. And it's looking like it was maybe a gas leak or something. I thought you were oh. like, it was ISIS. Like, what? <laughs> it's, I'm not saying it's confirmed, but I heard it's ISIS. <laughs> it was ICE-related. Yeah. Yeah, it was ICE, ICE. I didn't say ISIS. I said ICE is great. Um, no, so... You know that kind of sucked. Uh, that's what was going. I think that happened Friday night. Is that the place um, that's on the way to Gaithersburg? No, 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 no. This is like near Eastern Middle School. Okay. Somewhere. It's like right. way the other direction. Um. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Uh, I know there's uh, some people that that died, or there's people that are missing. I'm sure I'm sure they're dead, but you know they're they're declared missing right now. Um, ripping pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I I know it's a pretty it was a pretty it was pretty fucking horrible. Like people got killed in their homes and stuff. That's the worst. Yep. And then they, they're talking about negligence, this and that. You know, like oh they didn't listen to us. That you know we were smelling gas and blah blah blah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Well, somebody's gonna get rich. I don't know if you remember uh, at the apartment complex I used to live at, there were two fires, and buildings. One building very near me was, you know, basically burned to the ground. Oh God! And another building, like maybe a block over, it burned to the ground a separate time. I only remember two things about that apartment complex. One. My bike got stolen. I do remember that. That was my own fault. Number two, only after the fact did we find out that there was a brothel being run from your building. That's correct. That was also our fault. Yeah. <laughs> we, did, we, we didn't do our due diligence in investigating. <laughs> That's right. We should have some Scooby-Doo adventures over there. <laughs> that was, um, yeah, that was interesting. I do remember one time leaving my apartment and two guys were sitting in a car in the parking lot and they were like really looking at me, like looking at me hard. Mm. And I was just, I just kind of looked at them. and I was like, huh. I was like, okay. Like, I yeah, got in my car and left. I, looking back, I'm like, oh, those two guys were like detectives or something. You know. Perhaps. Um. So yeah, that was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Another well, time at that apartment the complex. Thing, what, go ahead. Um, you, Mike, you probably don't remember him. Do you remember a guy named Tristan we went to high school with? The name in our, sounds in our class. I don't remember what his last name. Tall black guy. 
Name sounds familiar. He was found in your apartment complex in the trunk of a car with a shotgun wound to the stomach. Are you serious? Oh, that's who that's who was there? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was Tristan. Oh, oh. Old, old, good old Tristan. Was he oh, dead? I didn't know that. Yes. Very much so. Days. Well, yeah, my mom couldn't go to work that day. The the car, what? you know, the area was cordoned off so oh, she you couldn't mean, get to the mean, car. You mean the dead body that was in the middle of the street? No, it was a different dead body. Oh man, what is going on? Well, thank God you don't live there anymore. Can we can we get out of this thank fucking local, local news shit? Right across the street from there now. What is this? <laughs> yeah, local thank news God I, live, I live half a mile away. Like right there. Like okay. Well, thank God you're not running drugs with Tristan anymore. Oh, Let's I will. I will. No, no, no. I will say this. One last thing. So remember how a couple months back I found a dead body. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. So <laughs> today when we left our friend's house who we were helping move, or you were helping move, and I was standing around, um, I went the same way, and I drove by, like, where the accident was, kind of, you know, the same part of the road, and there were people there on the side of the road putting flowers. Oh. Did you stop over there and say, I called the police. No. Can I get some money? <laughs> I thought about being like, I'm the one who found him. You know, like, <laughs> you should have done that. Don't you know we have a fucking podcast? I was like, no, that's crazy. I was like, what? What, what would that do? You know, like it would have given them closure. Yeah, right. How was he? Uh, he get into his... Yeah, how was he? I'm like, he wasn't. He didn't look too good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Well, his lips were ripped off. Like, oh no, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. His arm was over there. No, 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 nobody like, wants well, to hear that. Well, this part of him looked fine, but the other part across the street wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I just thought that was funny. I was like, wow, I drive by just exactly when these people are there putting this, doing whatever right there. I was like, that's so weird. You realize what that means, right? What? God, God is trying to put you all together. I was like, mind quad? No. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate mind quad, our Lord and Savior, Jesus, Ezekiel, Jesus Christ, is trying to put you and that family together. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll keep that in mind. All right. Do you, well, just go go there on the one-year anniversary. <laughs> Have a picnic. And a small voodoo doll who you speak to. And uh, conjure them. They, they might be there on the one year. We'll see. I don't know why they were there today. It's not like it was, oh, today's the two-month anniversary. You know, it wasn't anything like that. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you, it's your density. <laughs> your density. Density has popped me to you. What up, <laughs> Shelly Buns? <laughs> Chanel's watching. Hi. Oh my. Buns 27 at twitter.instagram.com. <laughs> she, she, she saw the show. She said, is it over? Because we're just talking we're just, about whatever the fuck. <laughs> this isn't news. It is not news. Oh. No, it's not. Moving on to some actual news. Uh, Facebook is making changes to circumvent ad block, which I personally have noticed. What? Gentlemen, have you noticed? No, but I normally only access Facebook from my telephone. How do you keep in contact with everyone 
Facebook is the only portal to the internet. Yeah, man, and I'm constantly on it on my yep. on my telephone. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't apply. Um, but they're making the HTML uh, of their website uh, indistinguishable. Sorry, the HTML of their web ads supposedly indistinguishable from the normal content you would see. And I have noticed quite a number of sponsored uh, content lately. So you can uh, mostly opt out by visiting the ad preferences settings buried fucking somewhere in that god-awful mess. Good luck finding it. Or click on the link in the show notes and it'll guide you through. Um, They hired a research company to examine why people use Adblock, and it turns out most of them just used it so because a lot of the ads were interrupting their browsing experience, not necessarily for security reasons. So they thought if they can make it more seamless, then people won't mind. And uh, they're probably right. So their ad revenue will likely go way up. Hmm. Because, Mike, as uh, as I sent you the link for the greenish shoes, mm-hmm. I saw those on a Facebook ad. They got your number. They do. They know yeah. I have a shoe problem. <laughs> Indeed you do. Yep. Uh, it's a quite a long article, actually, so if you do visit the show notes and click on uh, Facebook forcing ads, you can read all about it. Nice. All right. So next we have an article. All right, so everyone panic. All right, wait, is, everyone, is everyone panicking? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so this hack lets you unlock every Volkswagen sold since 1995. Oh, my God. Yes. Why didn't you just say just Evan panic? Right, because he's a Volkswagen Nazi. But, ho-ho, see what I did there? No. Forever and oh. always. <laughs> <laughs> Super inappropriate joke. Yep. Sorry, I saw it on 4chan. I was going to send you guys the video, but I lost it. Oh. Someone was streaming a game. This was in a You Laugh, You Lose thread. And someone was uh, just asking a random question. How do you say virus in Polish? Two guys in the background looked at each other, smiled, and said, Jew. Oh, my God. That's horrible. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. That's not even funny. I don't even get it. It's it's not even a joke. It's just a hate. It's horrible. Anyway, well, Mike was talking about the Holocaust and Volkswagen, so I thought I chimed in because I thought you guys would enjoy it. I saw the video that you sent me, Evan. The Arma video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where the guy's like, my call sign's Auschwitz. I was like, no. (laughs) I was like, why? This is horrible. Oh my God! Okay, okay, yep. let's let's move on, please. This is like well, we ridiculous. know we know what Volkswagen means, right? Uh, family car. Oh, or, uh, no, fo- car of the people. Is it like car people's people. car, something like yeah. that? Yeah. So now all the people have access. Mm-hmm. It is the people's car. Oh, so, I like that. So it applies to Volkswagen, but it also applies to some models from Audi, which is of course the same company. Um, Skoda. Mm-hmm which I've never heard of, but I'm sure that's sold elsewhere. Fiat, Citroën, Ford, and Pugat, or Peugeot. Puget. P- 
Puget Sound. The Puget Sound car. <laughs> so basically, there's a there's a hack that lets you. So you can, when someone locks or unlocks their car with their remote, you can be there listening, like a man in the middle, and record the signal. Couldn't you do that with garage door openers? I don't know. Probably. I don't think those. I think unless they've changed them, which they probably have. Them, those. I don't think there's too many different ones. You know, mm. but anyway. Um. So with these things, you can like with this little device, you can be listening when someone transmits their code and record it. So then you can um do it yourself later. So there you go. All with a, uh, a Raspberry Pi and some other fairly mm-hmm. cheap equipment, apparently. Yep. This is, says an Arduino-based RF transceiver. Oh, it's so. even cheaper. Yeah. That's okay. Even if someone gets into my car, my uh, security system, a.k.a. manual transmission, will keep them from getting anything. <laughs> I don't keep shit in my car. Here's another thing. It says, also read Roll Jam, a $30 device that unlocks almost any car and garage door. So there you go, Evan. Perfect. <laughs> Don't you have a garage? Yes. And is the door from the garage to the ho- to the home locked? Never. Aha! We found a chink in the armor. Yes. Racist. What the hell? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's okay. All right, so, folks, if you bought a Volkswagen, you've already lost. Get a uh, get a club. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your steering wheel. Aren't those universal keys? No. You sure? <laughs> yeah, we used to have we used to have one of those. We had a couple of them actually. Um. All right. So next, we have a story about uh, Microsoft. So, you know, Microsoft, they, ha- they have a feature called Secure Boot. Mm-hmm. That's linked to the latest version of, you know, like if you buy a Dell or an HP or something, they can turn on this Secure Boot feature so you make sure that only an authorized operating system loads and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it turns out... The keys have been leaked, so it's it's now possible to bypass this. I know they caught a lot of flack for that because you couldn't, you know, put BSD or Linux on some machines. I don't remember if there was a reliable way around that, um, but I think this will probably go largely unnoticed. Did they say who leaked them? Was it like an accident? left in a plain text document somewhere in a Windows 10 update? Or was it a disgruntled contractor? Um, you know, it's not clear from this article exactly, but I'm sure if we could probably find another article that talks about it in greater detail. I wonder if they gave them to Dell or something um, to... So like some other hardware manufacturer to put in one of their products or so they could customize it and then maybe it leaked from their side. 
Could be. Could be. If that's the case, Microsoft could sue their ass. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got for the uh, stranger danger category. Mm-hmm. You guys heard anything uh, security-related this week? Uh, actually, yeah, kind of. Um, so apparently Apple is offering, like, $200,000 for um, exploits that can compromise their phones. Mm-hmm. So a... I think it's called Exodus. They'll do anything to something. get people to look at their phones, right? Is that what it's all about? To getting people to remember there's a Windows phone out there still? No, we're talking, talking about. Sorry, we're talking about iPhones. Oh, iPhones. Yeah, Apple. Oh, Apple. I thought you said Microsoft. Okay. Did I? I don't think I did. Okay, maybe. So good. Apple offered two hundred thousand dollars. Apple offered two hundred thousand for for uh, exploits to get into their phones. And then a black hat, which is the bad kind of hacker uh, company called like Exodus International or something like that. They were like, okay, that's cool. We'll we'll give you half a million. So like they're being one up. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that. That's, that's hilarious. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's like fuck you, Apple. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I like that. So they're a black hat company? Mm-hmm. How can that... How, like, how, how is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. Or is it is it a company or a hacking club? I'm sure... It says company, but I'm sure, you know, it could be a shell company or they could have something legitimate or, you know, who says it's in the U.S.? It could be, you know, a state-owned Israeli company like... Uh, like the the ones who broke into the last I, famous iPhone. Yeah, right. Them them Israelis. All right. Racist. It says the co- the company's <laughs> called Exodus Intelligence. There we go. Yeah, so maybe it's open source intelligence or something. They're called an exploit trader. Jesus. Exodusintel.com. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> don't go don't click that link. See if they got they got stock in there. Yeah. I want to invest in these folks. Sound like good people. Mm-hmm. And they're they're doing so iOS nine point three up to five hundred thousand dollars. Google Chrome up to hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Microsoft Edge, which is the new web browser in Windows ten, a hundred and twenty five thousand. Firefox eighty thousand. Uh, they do and others for Windows ten, Adobe Reader, and Adobe Flash. What are they giving for Internet Explorer, like, eight? It's not even on the list. They'll, they'll <laughs> give you a marble. Like, $15 and a kick in the pants. <laughs> Dude, they're willing to pay you by check, wire transfer, Western Union, or Bitcoin. Ooh. <laughs> nice. So you know you don't get caught. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there have been Bitcoin hacks uh, recently, too. Yeah. Taking a wire transfer so you can just yeah. sound like you're from 1870. Mm-hmm. That's right. Can you wire me the money? Yeah. Or you're an awesome fucking Austrian fucking super thief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you should see it hit your account any second. Is it? There it is. It's like yeah, I was I was arrested for wire fraud. It's like what the hell is that? 
Honestly, I'd love to be arrested for wire fraud. That that says a lot about you as a person. You know, like you're like you're in that like like uh, I own a Maybach, but I steal from like football player, professional football players, like zone. Like you steal in the in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, or the millions of dollars. Cuban? Yeah, you stole it from Mark Cuban. You know, <laughs> you stole from people who put squat like like ex Navy SEALs after you. You know, that's the kind of people you rob. Wire fraud. <laughs> I like Classy. That. It's the best kind. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we've got a couple Audible-related things. Mm-hmm. I will start. Um, I will start by actually saying this. Every time that you guys talk about an, uh, an audiobook and say the words I read, in my head, I'm like, you didn't read that shit. <laughs> so this is too. this this is an article about whether your brain um, thinks you're cheating by listening to an audiobook versus reading. Short answer: No, it it doesn't. You, I mean, your memory works in very much the same way whether you read with your eyes or you read with your ears. <laughs> so it, it's actually kind of interesting to read. I just wanted to put that in as a quick mention. I'd like, like to look to looking with your eyes and not your hands. I'd like to listen to the article, please. Please read, <laughs> yes. read I, me the article. I will uh, dictate later. <laughs> nice. Well, that's cool. It's good to know. So we've yeah. been vindicated, huh, Evan? According to that article, not to me. He's like, you're still a <laughs> lazy sack of crap. <laughs> there, there's something to be said if the if the books are read by the author, they can put emphasis in the proper places and you know, so make the jokes if there are jokes uh, make sense, whereas you might read them a couple different times, a couple different ways, not necessarily misinterpret but you know, there's some, something to be said for that mm-hmm. A lot of times though, the books, like especially the books that James and I read they're not read by the author Yeah um, But from what I've heard about the audiobook process, a lot of times they'll have a producer there and they'll even talk to the then you know, you ask the producer, hey, how do you how do you say this, you know, or whatever. Or the producer will say, oh no, you're putting the emphasis wrong on blah or whatever, you know. That kind of stuff. And then they'll even contact the author if they need to. Hmm. They'll be like, how the hell do you say this? Or what the hell are you trying to say? Or what, you know, whatever. You know. Ask for clarification. Do you think most authors don't read because it's like they don't think it would sound right, or there um, are there are certain people in the voiceover community who just have the uh, the golden voice? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that that's what they do. You know, that's their thing. Yeah, just like actors, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. The skillless slobs. Yeah, it's a similar, it's a similar kind of thing, you know. I mean, I have read books, you know, read, listened to books Mm -hmm. that are read by the author, um, but usually they're books like, kind of like autobiography kind of books, you know. Not usually like a sci-fi book or something. Good. I did actually listen to if. uh, a fair amount of the first half of the book uh, Salt, Sugar, Fat. 
Mm-hmm. I, t- I told you, Mike, I was listening to it on Monday, I think. The first hour was really good, but then they started into, like, the backstory and life stories of the advertising people who made, you know, who made Fat the Enemy and Sugar the Savior. And it was like, on his first interview, he wore this suit. And I was like, fuck off. The middle, ha- the middle of the book could just be eliminated. Hmm. But that's not Audible's fault. That's not the reader's fault. Sure. It's the author's fault. Kill the author. No. Yes. <laughs> Don't kill the author. Um, okay. But the first hour of that book will make you never want to eat sugar again. Oh, I'm sure. So salt, sugar, fat, huh? Yeah. Sugar is really horrible for you anyway. That's Michael Moss. I have no idea who wrote it. Yeah, Michael Moss. Salt, sugar, fat. Okay. The American way. (laughs) Exactly. I'll put a link to that in the show notes so people can check it out. And I might actually get that with my next credit. I still have a credit uh, pending here. Well, not still. I just got a new one from my monthly uh, subscription. Mm-hmm. So I might go ahead and just pick that one up. It sounded interesting when you told me about it the other day. So Now, if anyone out there does not have a subscription, how would they do that? Ooh. That's a very good question. James? Islepanel.com slash... Wow. James, say the right link. <laughs> like Audible Trial. Audible Trial. dot com slash io. It's Audible That's what you put in. You go to that site and then you can go sign up. The show gets a little bit of money and you get a free account. You sign up. You don't have to pay for anything and you get the book. You get one book and you get to keep the book when you're done. Any book in their catalog, which is. Over 180,000. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yep. Our The link is on our website. Um, go to iopanelpodcast.com. It's over there on the right-hand side. This says Audible 30-Day Trial. So you guys can always find it there if you need it. Um, I've had an account for several years now. I get the I do one book a month. James, I believe, has been doing the two book a month thing yeah. for a while now. I exceed it every. I exceed it like a psychopath every month. I probably do six books a month. Wow. <laughs> seven, six or seven books a month. I think probably. That's a lot I'm, of money. I'm a maniac. Yeah, I spend a lot of money on Audible because I love Audible. The books are amazing. I love. I love listening to books while I'm driving my commute. Um, my girlfriend's talking to me. I just slap the ear earbuds in and just don't listen. <laughs> I do not do that. I'm totally joking. Just but, tune it right out. You know, um, no. It's honestly, I love Audible. It's great. You know, it's good. It's good. It's good fun. So, um, you know, I've listened to many, many books. I have hundreds and hundreds of hours of time. Matter of fact, uh, a great book that they're making a movie, Girl on the Train. If you haven't, uh, the movie's coming out, and the trailer kind of gives it away. But the book is so fucking creepy. It's so creepy. I couldn't finish. Really? I've been yeah. seeing that on on uh, Audible. Dude, you know, they're the, pushing the book, it a lot. Look, <laughs> Michael, you listen to that book, your head's going to pop like a fucking balloon, okay? The book is like, what a twist, you know? It's like mm. M. Night Shyamalan, written by M. Night Shyamalan, and it looks so fucking creepy. Uh, I mean, it is so fucking creepy and so weird. 
that you won't even know. It's not a horror. It's like a thriller thing, but you don't even realize like what's happening until it like hits you in the face with a baseball bat. It's nuts. Um, it's a great book, honestly. It's a really awesome book. Uh, I'm sure lots of people have, have heard about it. Some people probably read it. Some people probably listened to it. They're making a movie, and I think they picked all the right characters. looks really good, so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. The, the trailer gives away too much, I think. The trailer gives away too much of the book, and the book doesn't give anything away. Girl, the book, you have a completely different idea about what it's about, so I think the book is a much better way. So, so yeah, you guys can get Girl on a Train. If you're interested in that book, you can get it on Audible for free. Listen to it on your Metro ride to work or your train ride or when your spouse is talking or your boyfriend or your girlfriend's talking and you don't want to hear them. You slap the earbuds in and you listen to The Girl on the Train. It's a great book. And you can get it for free on audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Thank nice. you. Yep. Let us know how it is. Um, I know, Michael, you have a book in there that you listened to this week. And this uh, week. So I, this week, I, as I mentioned earlier, I listened to, I re-listened to Indian Hill by Mark Tufo, but uh, he actually had a new book released on Saturday, like in Fallout 3. So he has a, a book series called Zombie Fallout, which is up to like number 8 or 9 now. But around Zombie Fallout 5 or 6, he decided to kind of split it off and do another series called Lycan Fallout. And for those who don't know, a lycan is basically a werewolf. But so, this is based in the same universe as the other books, right? Like you can, if you listen to one of these books, you can listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's a this you know same characters and everything, and it's uh, it's pretty interesting. So Zombie Fallout is obviously about zombies. Lycan Fallout's about werewolves. Um, although there's in the book they actually make a distinction between. Lichens and werewolves, they're similar, but they're not the same. So, just something to keep in mind. <laughs> um, but I, I'd have, I picked it up, you know, I actually pre-ordered it on Audible. So, as soon as it was released, it was available f- for download. But uh, I haven't actually had a chance to start listening to it yet, so I'm probably going to do that this week. I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I have Lichen Fallout 1 and 2. Which I love. Now James, he's he's done with Mark Tufo. You know, after book three or four, I think of Zombie Fallout, James had enough for some reason. No, but, I listened uh, like fucking all the way to like book thirty seven of that freaking series. Um <laughs> how I don't know. That's thing that series goes to like eight or something. I think I got to like book six or something like that. It's not a bad series. I just um Is it really repetitive? Well, I, I would say in the in the Zombie Fallout series, there's like there's this whole thing that they've been that's become like a whole new meme about movies. It's like movies movies play the same beats, you know, the same like kind of story beats over and over again. And Mark Tufo plays the same story beats with his characters. Not story beats, but the characters behave very true to who they are, but they're very annoying people that I don't care about. You know? Um, the main character is cool and I liked him because I do like the main character because he reminds me of like myself. He's like crazy. And he says and does things that I do that I'm like, wow, this guy, like, he talks to himself and he, like, imagines doing crazy things to people. And, you know, like, he's a regular person, which is why I like that character. But he's overall just uh, – a lot of the other characters are, like, these 
horrible like SJW weirdos and stupid people and people with these repetitive character character qualities and people whoa, who whoa, can't... SJW. Well, I should not SJW, but they're like they just remind me of like these like really dumb like the worst type of characters that you see in real life. Um, and I just thought of SJWs, but you know, let's just say they're just like there's a lot of shitty characters that I don't enjoy. And it's like characters. Something that happens oft times in zombie books is they will write a character. They will write and in movies they'll write characters who don't grasp how serious the situation is, even when all hell's breaking loose around them and people are dying around them and there's no more time to fuck around. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's not reality. Like, I'm sure there's people like that, but the reality is you'd be like, peace, I'm not dealing with your dumbass right now. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Well, like, Mary, you have to come with us. I'm like, like no. Yeah, I'm going to stay here. Like, fucking get fucked. You know? <laughs> then fucking, <laughs> Then fucking just wave your hands and make a lot of noise so we can get away, you dumb heifer. You know that's that's how I would that's how I look at it. But anyway, I mean, Mark Tufo's the books are good. Obviously, lots of people like them. He gets five stars across the board. So I, I wouldn't use my review as a reason to not 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 check the story out. I mean, there's lots of books that I've watched that people would be like, oh, I don't really like that. Um, but I thought it was I it was uh, I watched I listened to like four or five of them, so they're pretty good. But it just wasn't it was too repetitive for me. I did listen to the first Like and Fallout. I liked it. But I, w- I didn't care enough about the characters to continue listening to it. Um, there's another spinoff series where Mark Tufo and another author... What's his name, Michael? Is it John O'Brien or Jack John O'Brien? O'Brien? Yeah, John O'Brien. Where John O'Brien and, and John O'Brien and Mark Tufo, they write a story together. And the way they did it is so well done. They probably like wrote the chapters and then emailed them back and forth to each other for them to put their parts in and made, then they had someone else make it a story or they made it a story together. I don't know what they did, but it's really well written and it's about their two like zombie, the two main characters from their two books. They come together to make this like really great story and it's very interesting and they go to another dimension and all this weird stuff happens and it's cool and I'm waiting for that one, but that's taken a long time just because it's two authors working together along with all their other projects. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very- the... Uh... Yeah, that's an interesting series itself. There's two of those right now, right? Uh, yeah, I think there's two out right now. It's a yeah. trilogy, so the last the last one should be coming soon, probably next year sometime. Um, quadrilogy, Michael, mind quadrilogy. That's right. <laughs> um, let me let me. I haven't put this down in the notes, but let me, let me talk about a, a series I just listened to. I told Michael a little bit about it. Um. It's called uh, it's called Wrath's Revenge, the Janus Group uh, series, and it's actually really really interesting. It's about a kid. He's like the book starts when he's like 15 or 16 years old, and he lives in this really horrible on this really horrible horrible planet called Tarsus, and he lives in the very bottom levels with poor people. He never sees the sky. He's never seen a plant, everything like that. And his brother's in a gang, and he tries to get out. His brother wants is doing everything to get to get his brother, his younger brother, out. Um, but his brother dies, and his parents die because they're meth heads or something. So the son ends up alone. The brother ends up, the younger brother ends up alone, and his only way out is to become a assassin for the guild. And and obviously that's a huge jump, right? It's like, oh, his only way out is to become a fucking assassin. Well. <laughs> There's no he basically has no fa- no no family nothing he's living he's homeless living on the streets 
he has this uh, eidetic memory. I think they call it um, photo, mm-hmm. photo, photo, whatever memory he can have, photographic memory. Uh, so they they recruit poor orphans for the guild, and the one of the recruiters gets a hold of him, and they say, "Oh, we want you to join the take the test," and he passes all the tests, and he joins the guild. And basically, the next two books are about him fulfilling his contract to the guild. So he has fifty. He has to commit fifty murders, fifty contract kills for the guild, to get fifty percent of the money for the contracts. So it's called fifty for fifty, and he has to get the con. He has to f- kill these fifty people, um, and it's about him like killing these people, even though he doesn't want to kill them. But he has to kill them because now that he's signed the contract, if he doesn't fulfill his contract, the guild will kill him. And if he doesn't, if he if he uh, can't, if he tries and fails and gets away, the guild will kill him. If he gets caught, the guild will kill him. I mean, everything ends in the guild will kill him. You know, so it's the book is about the book is the whole series is about him and other people of the guild trying to bring trying to fulfill their 50 kills, then bring down the Janus group, then solve a bunch of other problems. And there's about only six of those books, and the first one's Wrath's Revenge, and they go on from there, and they're really good. Um, I have one question about this. Yeah. So the guild who... The Guild of Calamitous Intent. That's right. (laughs) They're, um... they, They pick 50 people you have to assassinate. Do they, by chance, pick them using the Loom of Fate? No. Oh, my God. No. It's called Wrath... The first one's called Wrath Deception, the Janus Group, um, book one, uh, by Piers Platt. And honestly, as far as space books go, I mean, it, it takes place in a fully colonized human human space where there's tons of planets and tons of... Uh, and people are moving, and there's a, you know faster than light communication system and things like that and people are moving about from planet to planet doing this and that but for the most part there's no wars everything's like copacetic everything's really nice and uh, the Janus group is doing his thing killing all these people and it's pretty fucking awesome and the way his kills are like they gradually get harder and harder and harder so they like they arrive to an insane level of planning and pulling it off and fucking crazy and it's honestly awesome to it's awesome to listen to them. It really is. It's really awesome. So definitely, I, I recommend that if you're into like like kind of like espionage and um, thrilling like stuff and spy shit and killing people and running around like being chased and using gadgets and shit. It's pretty good for that. Gadgets and shit, huh? Yeah. They well, all the all the contractors, all the killers get. Uh, they get. Uh, Cybernetic, so they get cybernetic ear impl- They get new ears, new nose, new eyes, and a computer in their brain. Um, and they get implants under their face. They get these plates installed on their skull that allow their face to change its appearance. It's pretty fucking creepy. And the, they're talk. They talk about it all the time. And they're like, basically, these contractors can go anywhere and be anyone within a certain like size range. So they can't be anyone really fat, and a man can't be a woman. But otherwise, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty cool the way it's written, and it's written that the suspension of disbelief is there, right? So you you kind of believe that this in this future this is happening, hmm. and you have no exception with it. It's pretty. It's a pretty good book. What's it called? Um, the first one's called called Wrath Deception. Loom of Fate. No, not the Loom of Fate. That's a horrible f- movie. <laughs> Once you know that. 
It's not. It is. It's a great piece of fiction. Yeah, right. It's horrible. And a, a lazy writing. Lazy writing. Lazy fucking everything. Nobody gives a shit. They're Bend like, the yeah. bullet. It's a loom of fate. Bend the bullet. Yeah, the loom. <laughs> and everyone loves that scene where the guy like hits the dude in the face with a keyboard or something. I think that's yeah. the dumbest shit ever. I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. Do you know who the dude who got hit is, right? I don't know who either of those dudes are. Because really? they're both dead in a ditch somewhere. No. Although, Michael, I feel like the guy, the main story, the main character in that movie was the character in the movie we watched today, Dracula, the untold story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same oh, guy. I don't know. Terrible. The main character is James McAvoy, who plays uh, Professor that? Xavier in the newer X-Men movies. Oh, okay. And his boss, who he hit in that movie, is Chris Pratt. Are you serious? Yep. So that's before Chris Pratt was anybody. Correct. And James McAvoy. Correct. I guess that was really before he was anybody. Although he started in this movie Wanted with Angelina Jolie and Mm -hmm. Morgan Freeman. What is Morgan Freeman doing in this movie? That's what I want to know. Controlling the loom of fate. (laughs) Yeah. Although you know what movie was not terrible? Salt. I put them about the same level. Really? Yeah. Salt's way better than fucking the Loom. Evelyn or Salt with uh, Liev Shriver. Yep. I didn't think either of them were great. I think the only thing that I makes Wanted funny to me is the whole Loom of Fate bending bullet piece of fucking ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> That it is. The other one is trying to be somewhat legitimate. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, Yeah, James and I today, we watched a movie, Dracula Untold. It was on HBO. Was it on HBO Women? Because it sounds like it should be on HBO Women or the Hallmark Channel. It was starring a guy who who looked like the guy who, who plays Loki. But okay. it wasn't him. It was, yeah, it's Luke he Evans' looks, guy. He looks like James M. McAvoy to me. Look at him. Is it Chris Evans' brother? Uh, who the hell's Chris Evans? Captain America? No. No, this guy's uh, some, Briti- some British twat. Yeah, he's from Wales. Mm. Mm. He's the bad guy in Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious 6. Which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one... Shaw. Know. Oh, the guy who gets killed or in the hospital. That, he's Shaw's brother. That the other guy avenges. Jason Statham? Yeah, he's Jason Shaw's Statham th- is avenging him. Yeah, Jason Statham's brother. And okay. He plays Owen Shaw, yeah. He drives one of the cars that's a wedge. Yeah, um, okay. I don't recall that. But Where you drive under other cars and it flips them over? I, I guess Not I don't that remember that movie. Your word? Movie. I'll take it. I just remember them driving a tank down the highway going like 60. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, do tanks go that fast? A. B, how do these people just know how to drive a tank? Dude, tanks okay. are easy to drive, dude. Shut the hell up, James. By by the way, I take back any sarcasm. I have seen Dracula Untold. I didn't know that's what. I didn't know it was that, but yeah, I've seen it. 
<laughs> Why have you seen that? I don't know. Well, you weeks tu- ago, I was bored. You're just tuning around and you found it, or? No, I'm sure I downloaded it. Oh my god! This is like a form, former underwear model. Who is this fucking guy? Jesus. He's oh, he was also in um, The Hobbit. Yeah, apparently I don't. I've never seen any of that in the Hobbit movies. They're okay. Lord of the Rings is better. Uh-uh. Uh, Tolkien is best heard of and not ever spoken of. Okay. Let us um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> I don't so, get why people love Tolkien. I don't get it, man. Why? It's just I don't care either. I've never read or listened to any of that shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fucking hobbits and fucking rings. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. The ring of light, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Fucking Sauron. Sauron's fucking Darth Vader fucking past. Come on, man. It doesn't make any sense. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't get why people are so worked up about it. They're like, Tolkien's a fucking, oh, they fucking jerk off and shoot it in the air and catch it in their own mouths because they want to fucking just swallow Tolkien whole. It's stupid. I don't get it. I don't get it either. He's one of the great authors of the 20th century. Yeah, he, apparently he is. I don't get it. I'm confused. Well, like, he I'm created not... a universe. He created well, a fucking language that's well, a legitimate language. Read a fucking book. There's plenty of people who have done that. Okay? Okay. Not you, but those people who are like, Oh, Tolkien! Hallelujah! Okay? There's a lot of fucking Klingons in language. It is. So is Mike. What's it called from Fifth Element? Uh, I don't. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> the fucking Lilu language. Yeah. Dothraki is a language. The uh, no, I refuse. It is the, a language, uh, though, but it is a language. Dothraki. It's like the language of the ancients or some shit. I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. From Fifth Element. Like there's people who their whole job is like writing crazy languages. What the hell's Dothraki? It's from Game of Thrones. Ugh. Step your fucking game up. That's another one I could give two shits about. No, Game of Thrones is great, though. It's great. Oh, oh, is the show great? Tolkien, Tolkien, or whatever the fuck the name is, is (laughs) shit. But but this other thing is great, right? Because the guy who probably inspired George R.R. Martin to write in the first place is garbage. (laughs) Okay, look. I mean, I don't give a have shit. You read, have you read or listened to any of the books, or are you just Dude, going by the TV show? No, the whole Hobbit things are horrible. The whole like the whole concept of you like have so, furry you just proclaimed ridges. you proclaimed that you never saw or read any of them. I I saw the first movie. Mm-hmm. I saw the first ser- trilogy or whatever, but this new okay. one, I'm just like, okay, it's a money grab. They're it like, is. no, let's do this fucking other thing. I'm like, Dude, I mean, they made, I don't want a made... prequel about this fucking shit. I don't care about. It's. <sighs> Okay. They're not great. Nobody, yeah, they're not great. Nobody likes them. People are like, whatever. It's I was I was forced at, at knife point to see the third Lord of the Rings movie and the first two Hobbit movies. Who? Who forced you at knife point? Well, nobody forced me at knife point. But, <laughs> but James, My alter ego. James, you were supposed to go and see the third movie, and you couldn't, so I went in your stead for some reason with um, some of your friends. That was kind of weird. So, <laughs> but Claudia, whoever, whoever, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, it happened. Um, <laughs> it I don't happen. even remember the movie. I really don't remember the movie at all. Um, How can you even see the third one? Have you never seen any of the other ones? No, I haven't. And then, and then I saw the first movie with Evan's best friend, Michael Perry. I saw the first Hobbit movie, I'm sorry, with Is Evan's that- best friend, Michael Perry. Does your day date? 
Yes. Um, and then I saw the second Hobbit movie, also with Michael Perry. Yeah. Well, solid relationship. Honestly, the second one, the Desolation of Smaug, was uh. Smaug. Was Let me full... get that Smaug. <laughs> the movie was basically pointless. There was nothing of use in any of it. I, I, I couldn't. I the couldn't tell you what happened in either movie. I really don't remember. So. Sorry. Desolation of Smaug. It's kind of of Smog or whatever. It's got a cool name. Smog. Maybe I'll name my fucking ship and star citizen the Desolation of Smog. Then people will say, Tolkien, bro! Woo! I'm like, get fucked! <laughs> oh, well, uh, double double meaning there. Yeah. You you hate it, but they think you love it. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Huh, I like let it. See, let me see if I'm listening to anything else that I should mention in this little section here. Well... Why don't we go to? Uh, you got a lot of stuff to talk about here in the next section. Yeah, 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 true. In Let's sci-fi, see. who put this Dyson sphere thing? You put that I, in. I did. I did. I you put it in there. All right. Let's talk about the Dyson sphere. We keep on hearing about this. Dyson's disosphere. <laughs> yeah. So it, this uh-huh. is just just kind of like an update on the previous on our previous story. Um, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Basically, the whole. Uh, and I got the whole freaking crazy... Is this the alien megastructure theory? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Apparently, two point, in the last four years, another 2.5% of it has disappeared. Um, yeah, I saw that. Erratic dimming of, K, of KIC 84625852. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, 1,480 light years away. Apparently, yeah, 2.5% of its dimming has dimmed... Uh, and now it looks like objects are blocking the front, like 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 things are flying into the star. You know, I don't know. It's a long article that talks about this. It's very interesting if you're into that kind of stuff. I'm sort of into it, so I read it. But um, I think they did something that I'm going to call reverse projection, and figured that over the last 70 years, or maybe as 100 years, that uh, 20% of the sun's light yeah. has been blocked out. Yeah, and they have um, actually they have. They say here that they have. They use the technology from the movie Deja Vu, to. Mm-hmm. They called in Denzel. We're like Denzel, we need your help on this. He's like, got you. Yeah. Excellent. So, so they they say here they've got uh, the picture got murkier still in 2016 in January 2016 when a report comparing the star with images of astronomical plates dating back over a century showed a 20% decrease in brightness which, if true, could support the alien megastructure theory and rule out the planetary or cometary calamities theory. Um, so, true. So it could not be true? Well, some people think it's just shit hitting a sun, or a planet's exploded and it's hitting the sun, and what we're seeing is debris blocking the light because it's so erratic, you mm-hmm. know? And honestly, I kind of believe that because the way that they discuss the light fall yeah, off, debris, it's not what consistent. Kind of debris? No, like a planet exploded or something, or like an alien used a fucking massive like star killer and fucking a shot massive? a planet. <laughs> a massive star killer from fucking Brooklyn or from fucking <laughs> fucking fucking uh, wicked smart, you fucking Boston. How about that, Boston? <laughs> um, yeah. So they figure they, you know, some some alien, you know, shot a death ray into a planet, blew up a planet. Alderaan is now falling into the sun. And so that's where we're seeing all these bits. Like, it's bits. But, It'd I don't have know. to be a lot of bits, though, to actually block well, a lot of light. It's a fucking planet, so there is a lot of bits. What are you talking about? 
If they blew up the Earth, let's say the Earth blew up tomorrow, right? Jesus. There's bits everywhere. Mm-hmm. Would it be blocking the sun for people that are 1,400 light years away? Depends. If it's if it's an asteroid hit, maybe. If it's a, a core explosion, probably not, because that would blow them into probably much smaller well, pieces. you got to yeah. ask yourself also, the hit's got to be pretty directional, right? Yeah. What so how do you get... How do you get a hundred years worth of debris, and it's fourteen hundred eighty light years away? So that's fourteen hundred eighty years ago for them, I guess. That's how old that light is. If I'm understanding that right, I'd be totally butchering it. But if I'm saying that right, then we're seeing light. Well, it happened fourteen hundred years ago, right? Yeah, it happened fourteen hundred years ago, and over the last hundred years, it's gotten twenty percent light darker, which means that's a hell of an explosion and a hell of a long one. You know what I mean? Um, I can see debris like floating around for a while. Um, maybe we're seeing debris just circulating like it's a an orbit, like a debris field, mm-hmm. which I think that's more likely to happen, right? There's going to be some stuff that's going to fall into the system, but then there's going to be a lot of stuff that's just going to hang around and there'll be this big debris field, like an asteroid field where there was a planet. That's that's what happens normally. You know what I mean? So, and some, some larger chunks could continue to split apart and look like they're blocking more of the light. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think. Because it's so erratic and so... I feel like if someone was building this some alien megastructure, they wouldn't build, like, let's build a piece here and all by itself, and now we're going to build another piece over here. Now this piece we just built will disappear, and we'll, like that doesn't make sense to me, you know? Unless they'll have to look... They're going to have to watch and see, because if it's just, like, Maybe rotating, they're building something and it's orbiting it. Well, if it's orbiting it, then we would see the same pieces return again. Right? Maybe, maybe there's two different planets, rival planets in the same solar system, who are each building their own uh, spacefaring civilizations, and because of the distance between the planet and the orbit differentiation, it looks to us, the layman, as a, a single um, Dyson sphere. That could be. That <laughs> the could layman? Be. Yes. The layman. You mean the researchers that are looking at this stuff? <laughs> the layman? Yes. <laughs> Dude, look, you realize at this scale they have no idea what they're looking at. They're like, we don't know. We're just like fucking saying there's less light here and now there's more than James, less. James, they know, all right? They're smart, they know. I don't know yeah. how they know. They're like, the universe is 14 billion years old. I don't know how they know that. I don't know what they're looking at. That's a they, reverse they projection. Know. They know. A reverse projection. It's like reverse osmosis, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Well, I can actually kind of explain that. If you're curious, not reverse osmosis, but but how they figure roughly the the, uh, the age of the universe. Let's hear it. It's basically uh, a phenomenon known as redshift or blue shift. Is oh, sure. is um, occurs when you look at distant objects, and it has to do with the deflection of light. You know how far it uh, how far it comes through the universe and gets to us. So I think is. The redder things are on this spectrum, the farther away they are. And the the time, you can measure, uh, you know, there, there are equations. So if you know the, the I'll call it the spectrum value of the redshift, there's a factor for time in there and you can solve for time. So if we use known objects, plug that shit in, probably do a couple, you can get a pretty good idea. Hmm. That's the layman's explanation. 
of I mean, that's, that's gravitational red. redshift. It's an red actual shift. thing, though. No, redshifting light, redshifted light is a is a thing. I've I've read about it in 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 science fiction books, but it's basically what he's talking about. It's like you sure you didn't read about it in nothing? No, it's in a it's in uh <laughs> it's in one of those books uh that you didn't read. I forgot what the oh, another series that you didn't read. I forgot. You didn't you didn't read you didn't read it, but no, I. No, I mean it. I you know I go deeper into <laughs> no you go I got I go deeper into the fucking sci-fi spaceship. Oh, movie. you go deeper, huh? Okay. I yeah. took I took one astronomy you know class what? at community college. Get I'm the expert. Fuck. Yes, Evan. Evan has a degree in in nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> related to astronomy, and but he's right. He did take one class. I did well, one more than you or I. But I read a book and I stayed at Holiday Inn Express. So <laughs> oh well, <laughs> let's fucking keep it moving. All right, what else do we got here? Um, Star Trek and Jason Bourne, which is not what the movie is called, I'm sure, but that's fine. Uh, Bourne fucking again. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Look, so anyway, the Star Trek movie, uh, it was by Jason... Oh, it is Jason. called Jason Bourne. Never mind. Yeah, it's huh. called... Um, Star Trek just got lazy by... just called Jason Bourne. Wow. Yeah, because the, the author apparently has been very, is very dead. So The author is very dead. So they're out of name, like catchy names, like Bourne, Robert Bourne Ultimatum, Bourne this, Bourne that. Um, yeah. At any rate, so um, was it good? The Bourne movie was basically the same movie you've always seen. It was... It was good in the previous movies. Like they did, like crazy fighting stuff. They didn't do that here. There was not a lot of like those kind of fighting scenes. It's more of like him running around, punching random cops, running around here, punching more random cops. Was he hmm. in a foreign country? He was all over the place, of course. So it has all the it hits all the notes for a, a born movie, like worldwide travel, using weird passports, doing weird stuff, meeting new people. Old characters get killed off. I mean, it's it hits all the beats. What, and un, was, what unconventional weapon did he use during a hand-to-hand combat scenario? Um, geez. <laughs> mind quad. <laughs> yeah. Mind no, quad. I think he he used uh fuck. He did something really weird. I forgot. He did use something. Um, a shoelace. No, well, definitely a table leg in one scene, but I don't call that too unconventional. Um, yeah. He used a, he used a table leg. He used a shoe. No, he didn't use a shoe. Um, I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. But that's another <laughs> story entirely. He, he he killed a guy with. Uh, he well, he actually, and you know what else? He didn't kill a lot of people in this. This time he was just knocking people out. Like, he's just trying to knock people out. You hmm. know? Um, which was, I don't know, I thought it was kind of lame. You know, actually. Jason Bourne seems to have gotten soft in his old age. He wanted more killing. I mean, I wanted more hardcore, like, Bourne-ness. Like, I don't give a fuck. But, but there's not a lot of that. Um, Did he actually kill a lot of people in the previous movies? I don't think he killed a lot of people, but he the people he fought with, he fought with total reckless abandon. Like zero fucks were given. Like, yeah. he, like you know, like like I, I don't care. Let's go. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. These movies, he was like knocking people out and just choking people out and stuff like that. He wasn't like making and the killing. Most of the killing scenes, except for the bad, the main bad guy, were all like pretty weak sauce. They're all like someone got shot, someone got fucking whatever. You know. It wasn't like all like crazy. In Star Trek, the one of the main bad guys, the fucking Enterprise fell on them. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty pretty nuts, you know. <laughs> I mean, um, 
Let's see. Let's talk about Star Trek real quick. So that's Jason Bourne. I mean, not a bad movie. Uh, it's just all the basic stuff. Did you see and the previous Jason Bourne movie, which wasn't with Jason Bourne at all? Yeah, I did. I thought that was okay. Yeah, Jeremy Renner did a pretty good job. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I was hoping he would come back in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular one, they mentioned like they showed about fifteen different black black site like black op projects that they were going to like that were like it was like Treadstone was the bottom one, then Blackbriar was before that one, and then there was a bunch of other ones moving up like from Treadstone to today, and the top one was one called Iron Hand. And and I was like, oh, it sounds awesome. And apparently it was just government surveillance, you know. Um, yeah. So it's pretty lame. But they had a bunch of other cool ones. There was one out there called one there called just called Outcome. And I was like, oh, it sounds awesome, you know. <laughs> yes, you go there, CIA, you get it, you know. And I was like, what is Outcome about? You know, I bet it's awesome. But they didn't go into it. So maybe they'll show more with Jeremy Jeremy Renner next go around, and he'll like explore some of these other things. I don't know. Um, I like but, the name uh, Blackbriar. Blackbriar's cool. Yeah, I like Blackbriar. I like Treadstone. I thought the names were really cool. I figured they must have used some internet like CIA name generator to get the names, but it was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, let's talk about Star Trek. Star Trek, pretty cool. Um, when I saw it, I saw it in the after in the like around seven o'clock, and there was uh, absolutely. Um, nothing but old people there. It's like like everyone's grandma was there watching the movie, which I thought was really weird. But uh, I didn't know the movie had been out for like a week and a half or two weeks. So, of course, nobody's going to be there. But that was good for me because I got a good seat and I was able to watch the movie in peace and quiet. No kids, no fucking loud people yelling. Um, but uh, anyway, the movie was okay. Um, pretty enjoyable. Uh, it was pretty fast-paced, which I didn't like. Like, after the beginning part of the movie, and I heard another reviewer say this about this movie, they said, oh, I like the beginning because you kind of get to hang out with the characters. I love when movies and books do that, they let you spend time with the characters, in a non-like, oh my god, this is the end, like a high-speed moment. Like, if you just, like, we're eating dinner at the table, and it's the four main characters you love, and they're just hanging out, like they're kicking it. Like I love that. Like it shows them as it shows them in other lights, in a non-romantic light. Because movies only do two things, right? They show like action and romance. That's it. So it shows people in like a hey, we're just bullshitting around with the bros light, or we're having a beer beer light. I love that. That's awesome. Like and they showed a little bit of that in the beginning and at the end of the movie, and it kind of did more character building for the for the whole the book is the, the series as a whole, which I thought was really good, and it made me someone who was really like kind of skeptical about. Um, these they, these Star Trek characters and the whole like time shift and things have now changed whole thing, it kind of like pissed me off. But it was still pretty good. And this one this one I thought was good. It was a little fast paced. There's too much happening. But it's from the guy who did Fast and the Furious. So the whole thing was like after they get engaged with the bad guys, it's like go 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 motherfucking go. Um, probably the best scene in the movie is the. Uh, there's a drone battle. Or not a drone battle, but these a swarm of enemy ships that attack the Enterprise, and man, they attack the shit out of the Enterprise. <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome. And the the bad guy who is Idris Alba, he's covered in makeup and he looks like fucking shit. But um he says he's like they're like they're like the ship's getting away, sir, and he's like, 
cut the throat, you know? <laughs> and all his ships start <laughs> crashing into the Enterprises, like the neck of the Enterprise under the saucer section, and they just they go, <laughs> they go back and forth till they cut the fucking thing off. And it's pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome scene. That space battle was bad fucking ass. Definitely worth and the escape pods, they like they launch escape pods and the, the ships just come and like take the escape pods. Pretty awesome. I would definitely say that scene's great. The other the rest of the movie <clears throat> The other rest of the movie is basically everything you're already used to with a Star Trek movie. You know, it's just, you know, the usual like you know, some guys get away, some guys get locked up, now we have to save the guys who didn't get locked up. You know, it's basically that. Yeah, I think we've got you on a little lean right now. On a lean? I think you uh, nah, you did right. something. You did something to the camera or something. I don't know what you did, but or the it, desk it, or I don't know. It redshifted. It yeah. redshifted. It redshifted exactly. Um, hmm. So I see here this movie was directed by Justin Lin. Yeah, and that's, that's that explains the action. It's just. But the guy who did, uh, who brought us all the Fast and Furious movies, or like a couple of the last two, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting. Written by Simon Pegg. Yep. That is very interesting. Huh. That actually makes sense. Does it? I mean, he didn't. He didn't have a whole lot, but there's a lot of good comedy and a lot of character development in the in the thing, which I kind of expect from a Simon from the movies he's done from. Uh, um, Hot Fuzz or whatever, and the zombie movie. Mm-hmm. He, he does a lot of character building, and he does a lot of friend-buddy time, and there's a lot of that, a lot more of that in this than I've ever seen in any of the Star Trek movies. Like, there's a scene where you see Bones and uh, Kirk, and they're walking, and they're wearing regular street clothes, and like, oh, we're just going to this party, you know? And you look at fucking Bones, and you're like, yo, these guys are bros to the tilt, to the hilt, man. <laughs> like, they're going to go bag some nice ass tonight, man. They're fucking green bitches tonight. Like, that's what you think when you see them. You're like, these guys are, like, the dopest guys on the block. They're getting pussy tonight. Like, they're getting loose. Like, these guys fuck, you know? <laughs> that's what you say when you see them. And and I that's a, a scene that you just have never seen before with any any Star Trek or even, like, fucking Picard. Like, you never see Picard, like, well, you do, but it's very rare that you see it that doesn't have to do, doesn't lead up to something stupid happening. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall good movie. I'd say that's worth your time. Uh, Born, eh, if you want to see it, you know, I mean, it's it, it hits all the notes. It's nothing special, though, you know. It's another Born movie. It's another Born movie, yeah, and there's nothing, nothing stands out about it. Going back to Star Trek, was it uh, sad to see the guy in there? Um, it was, but they I feel like they took a scene and they put it in the uh, in the beginning, and I, I, I'm almost certain this scene didn't exist before he died. Um, and it, it looks like it's kind of a nod towards him. So basically, it's the first scene in the movie, and Kirk and Bones, Bones is sit, Kirk is sitting by himself, and honestly, the whole scene doesn't doesn't it doesn't fit. It doesn't even need to exist. Like it could, the movie doesn't need it at all. So anyway, Kirk is like in a lounge on the ship, and he just finished like dictating his logs or something. And now he's just standing there looking out the window. Bones walks in the room, and he says, "I got something. I stole it from Anton from uh from Chekhov's locker, you know." And he's like, "What'd you get? Vodka?" And he's like, no, man. He pulls out a fucking bottle, a 50-year-old bottle of Glenlivet. 
And uh, he's like, yeah, that surprised me. You thought he'd be a Scotch guy. And they're like, yeah, we thought he'd be a Scotch guy. That damn Chekhov. Yeah, Chekhov. A vodka guy. Yeah, they're like, that damn Chekhov, you know? And at the... And then, so, they have three glasses sitting on the table because... Um, Kirk earlier on was drinking some Silurian, Cerulean whiskey, but his glass is clearly like just poured, and it's sitting on the table. And these three glasses are sitting together, and Bones and Kirk tap their glass together and tap the third glass, but the third glass just sits there. And it seems to me like this was like a clear like nod, like you're missed. You know what I mean? Like it's so sad what happened to you. You'll be missed. And I don't know. That's how I read that scene. I might be wrong, but I kind of thought that's what that scene was because there's no reason for them to tip the third glass. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, there's a scene where Anton is walking, talking to this hideous alien, and he's like, did you know that a Russian Russian woman made scotch for the first time? And obviously, so they're like, they said, oh, it'll be relevant because we're going to show this scene with him at the end. So that's why they fixed it. But if you watch that scene, you're like, this doesn't even make any sense. Why is this even in the movie? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just them drinking scotch, talking about Kirk's birthday, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, they probably pulled out one scene, a birthday, talking about his birthday, and added this scene in, or expanded on another scene to add this scene in. Mm-hmm. Two things to say. Um, much earlier in our show, I mentioned a pharmacy company and a color. Um, you just named it sometime in your speech. A so, cerulean? Mm-hmm. And uh, the second thing is, do you think Justin Lin is the bringer of death? No, I thought he was. But I, when I first heard he was going to be doing this movie, I was like, this isn't right for, for Star Trek. But actually, it's totally right for this kind of Star Trek. Like this I, isn't... I meant Paul Walker and then Anton Yelchin. Oh, that's a good, actually, it's interesting. I don't know. Maybe. Is Maybe, he, I don't know. Is he Angela Lansbury? Is what you're asking. Does he solve mysteries? No, every time she goes somewhere, someone dies. Oh. And then she like, writes about it for her novel. Like Matlock? <laughs> yeah, like Matlock, exactly. Angela Lansbury probably like has the killings fucking done, though. So she Angela Lansbury, a.k.a. her character... Jessica Fletcher, who, yeah. lives in, who lives in Cabot Cove, yeah. or whatever. Dude. A.K.A. the Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Widow, yeah. What what dude? Why do you know that much about Murder, She Wrote? Who doesn't? Me. Dude, Michael's, Michael, you know Michael knows, you know why he knows why, okay? <laughs> you know why he knows, all right? Why do I know? Why do I know? I, Tell me. I'm, I'm not going to say. <laughs> you know. You know because of your permanent house guest. <laughs> you guys ever watched Murder, She Wrote? I mean, what the I've hell? I've seen it. I it's a great like show. like 10 episodes. <laughs> like 10. Uh, uh, it comes to the house. James, yeah. you've watched, I know you've watched Matlock. I know you've watched I've freaking... seen Matlock and Murder, She Wrote. They're both great. I like them. Perry I don't Mason. There's no shame in my game. I used to watch Perry Mason when I was a kid. It's great. Columbo. Columbo's awesome. Yes. Don't say a dirty word about him. He's great. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I never watched? What's that? Jake and the Fat Man. That's not... Well, I guess Columbo's in it, right? No, I don't think so. 
Isn't there a movie that has Columbo in it, and he like plays playing Columbo or a TV show, but he's playing Columbo, but it's not Columbo, it's something different. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I wish somebody would redo that with like some other like kind of like short jerk, you know, type Is of he a jerk? annoying detective. He was annoying. He like you wouldn't want him in your house for too long. Hmm. You feel like he'd stink the place up. Jesus, he watch Get Smart. Mm, yeah, it's true. Get Smart. Never, never seen that. You're not missing anything. It wasn't. It wasn't a. Remember that movie thing. came out. It's like this is an old TV show. I was like, it is. Like I'd never heard of it. Yeah. It's more comedy, yeah. What's that one Bill Cosby was in? Ghost Dad. No, not Ghost Leonard Dad. Leonard Part 6. <laughs> That's what I was saying, Leonard Part 6. <laughs> no, there's one he was in with the guy from... Uh, God, the guy who was in all the 80s TV shows. I can't remember his name now. But they were in a spy TV show, black and white spy TV show back in like the 60s or fucking 80s or 90s. Sidney Poitier. Not Sidney Poitier. Okay, it was him and this white guy who was always in. He was always like the the sidekick's boss. He had this sidekick's military boss. What's his fucking name? Let me just. I'm look thinking of Richard Pryor and Gene Hackman. No, but that's not it. That's too old. Uh-uh. That's older than that, man. Anyway, let's continue, and I'm gonna look into it. Well, we can continue on to No Man's Sky, or we can uh, There's a talk TV show about called a I Spy. Sorry, Evan. I Spy. That's it. I like that's how you, you interrupt me and you immediately apologize. You interrupt James like 15 times and you just keep going. Yeah, yeah. he never he never says <laughs> you know what I mean? like, so you used fucked. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> thank you. Robert Culp. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, Robert Culp. That's him. Oh, he looks he looks familiar though. Wait, he's been he a, that guy. He's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's dead now, but oh, he's very dead. Yeah. Well, very dead. He died in 2010. It's not bad. He had a good run. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see they're making a uh, what's it called? You know, Bad Santa. They're making another one. 1965 to 1968. My God, that's old. Oh, and they released the trailer for Rogue One. Yeah, it looks good. Does it? Oh, yeah, yeah that that looks great, man. I Rogue haven't looked at it yet. Awesome. If it's uh, just by the the preview of um, Force Awakens, the Force Awakens movie, and the preview of this, I'm not a a Star Wars fanboy, but I'm pretty pleased with what they've done so far and. It looks to be what they're doing with the franchise now. So it looks looks good. He looks really good. Hmm. All right, fair enough. I'm down. Yep. Looks almost as good as No Man's Sky, right, James? You know, I'm su- I'm surprised to keep on hearing about this. Apparently, it's already out for PS4. Yeah. Yeah. So it was out for PC too. So here's a problem with No Man's Sky. There's a few things going on with No Man's Sky. I'm going to combine these two links together just as I kind of ramble on about it. So, okay, first things first. No Man's Sky. Now, I've watched several videos on No Man's Sky and listened to a bunch of people talk on their first impressions. So I haven't played the game. I'm not going to spend $60 on it, unfortunately. I kind of want to just because there's parts of it that look kind of cool. 
But so we talked like two weeks ago about how the game had a major update that totally remade the game into something completely different. Um, because basically their first release there was no, no game. Um, it was like a zero day like oh yeah if you have the game we're deleting everything. Um, so anyway, after that they released the game on PS4 or whatever. People playing it with their controllers they're like oh yeah it's a fucking controller based game okay whatever. And then they released the game for PS for 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 PC, and people on PC are like, okay, I'm gonna crank this up to 60 frames per second. Let me get it to 4K, and they're like, wait a second, I can't do that. It's impossible. Uh, and the thing keeps telling me to hit like R, you know, hit hit like the R button, you know, or like use left 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 R1 or something like that. Like like basically the thing every like hard is hardwired to be run with a controller. Um, they've since fixed that. And there's a few fixes out and everything like that. But the game is like, it's like no thought was, there's no optimization for PCs. It's definitely a controller-based game, which to me is a total fail on their part. Like, they should have done PC first and controller and fucking, like, loser fucking punk console idiots last. But um, they made it for the console, and then they kind of put it for PC. They didn't optimize it, so it runs like crap. It's very jittery and, and stuttery, and it looks pixelated. It doesn't look good. It's not nice. It's going to get the same reviews that Arkham Asylum got when they re-released that for PC. It just People would look at the PC version and the PC4 version, PS4 version from like two years earlier and it looked like crap. And they're like, okay, get wrecked. Um, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's the multiplayer aspect of it. So basically how it, how it works is you discover a planet and it's generated procedurally and everything else. And then that planet kind of like goes, the, the node or the key, whatever you want to say for that planet, goes into the registry, and then anyone else can go to it, okay? So what they're saying was, they're like, it's going to be super impossible for people to meet in the game, but the opportunity is there. So within the first day, two people had like fucking found each other in the game, but they couldn't see each other. Like, they're, like the game, they couldn't see, they were in the same place, they verified it. Everything was, like, right. The same name, planet, everything. But they could not see each other physically. Like, they're standing right next to each other. They couldn't see each other. So the, the Murray, the guy, the CEO, whatever his name is. I can't think of his full name, but um, Sean Murray from Hello Games. Uh, mind you, Hello Games is a, game, is a company who makes games for, um, like, they make, like, really shitty, like, phone games and stuff like that and weird games for kids and things like that. So this is, like, way out of their wheelhouse. So here's the quote, which I thought, I thought I heard it, and I thought, this is so awesome. Um, so they asked him, they said, why can't players see each other in the game? You know, what's going on with that? And he said, two players finding each other on stream in the first day? This really blows my mind. We, had a, we, we added a scan for other players in the galactic map to try to encourage this happening. We wanted it to happen, but the first day... We wanted we wanted people to be aware there's they're in a shared universe. We added online features and some Easter eggs to create cool moments. We hope to see this happening, but too many of you are playing now um, more than we would would have predicted. Okay, so anyway, no one has reported right now that they've been able to see each other yet. So I don't know if other people have said that since since this since I heard about this whole thing. Uh, and since it was since I read about it the first time, um, which is it wasn't tonight. I heard about it like two or three days ago on ETC News, and yeah. uh, I pulled this article for this for the show so you guys could read about it. 
But um, I don't know if anyone else has found each other yet, but uh, that's probably one big thing in the game. Like, I feel like it's 2016. You kind of have to have some multiplayer aspect. Like, people have to be able to play together to some extent. Um, and you should be prepared, prepared for that contingency. And I think they kind of have designed this game where people get together, say, oh, holy shit, hey, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? And then they just fucking, all right, I'll see you later. Go your separate ways, and that's it. Like, there's no tools or utilities to be like, okay, let me find my friend in here. You know what I mean? Let's meet up at this planet. Like, there's nothing like that in this game. So yeah. th- that, I think, is a miss, you know. But the game is not wasn't designed. I think multiplayer is something they kind of shoehorned in at the end. It's not designed for that. The game was designed to have this um, fully like immersive um, AI-driven, procedurally planet-generated environment where you have these drones that attack you and these creatures that run around, and you can rename them and shit like that, and fucking have that shit be saved in your computer and you fly around these ships, and they have a bunch of ships, and there's some space battles and shit like that. Like, that's what this game is about, you know? Um, I think so. they, they've they always said that it's, like, technically multiplayer. But it, it from my understanding, it's always been, like, an exploration game for all intents and purposes, an infinite universe. The chances of you meeting someone, as he said, is very slim. So yeah. a lot of people were, for some reason, expecting something different than that. Yeah, and and, and that's I think that's unfair. No, and I, I totally agree with you. Right? He never he never said this game was going to be something like that. Like he always said this is, and this is all they showed us. They never showed us any like multiplayer fucking action or anything like that. They kind of said, now look, I was always turned off by this game. I was like, eh, it's not something I'm really interested in because it just seems like it's going to be repetitive and boring, you know? But that's because he was, the guy was pretty clear on what the game was. And now people are like, oh, well, this is what it is? But that's yeah. people. They're people that are fucking stupid, right? They're, like, fucking dumb. So um, I knew what the game was. Now, I watched uh, my favorite fucking YouTube streamer, uh, Dan Gaisling. Gaisling, he's fucking amazing. He she he releases a video every day at 9 a.m. He's fucking amazing, like a 25 minute video. It's nuts. Um, and he's mostly a Star Citizen streamer, but he plays lots of space games in general. So uh, he started playing this, and he kind of played it from a I've never played this game before point of view. And he lets you walk through like the really like fucked up like trying to figure out how to use it. And he's like, yeah, the game's not really it's clunky. It's not really designed for PC. There's no PC optimization, and the game is it's hard. The, there's no exactly there's absolutely no help, which honestly doesn't bother me that much. Um, I don't mind a game that you have to figure out, but there's no like there's like five or six screens, and there's a lot happening, and the control menus and stuff like that, and you're just like, how do I how do we make this work? Like there's a lot to the game, so I don't know. Um, he had a lot of trouble like getting the game going. And if if there's anything I could say about anything computer-wise, if you design a product that people can't just look at it and use, then you design a bad product. You know, like people need to be able to. If you're gonna spend sixty bucks, I don't want to spend like two hours trying to figure out how to get off this planet and stop being killed by the drones. You know, and yeah. just to realize later, oh, the drones. If I don't shoot it, then they won't shoot at me. Like. You know, and then there's this like naggy robot voice in the background you can't turn down, and the, it's like it's like temperature levels rising, temperature levels nominal, temperature levels rise, and it's just going, and it's just don't stop. 
You know, so the whole time I'm listening to Dan Gisling's thing, it's like, he's like, fuck, shut up. You know, it's like, (laughs) it's just yammering. But the game, uh, that said, there's things about the game that I'm like, I wish I could play this, you know. But there's lots of games I wish I could play. Like, I'd love to play um, Grand Theft Auto V. You can play it. No, but I mean, I don't want to spend $60 on a game like this and then not play it after like six months. Like if I pay, if I spend sixty dollars in a game, and it took you five or six years to make it, dude, I need to play it for longer than six months, especially if it's an open world game with no ending. You know? I would probably pay forty dollars for it if it goes on sale. Yeah, forty dollars that's reasonable. Forty dollars not bad, but sixty bucks, AAA like that's that's AAA game territory. That's a game with an ending, a beginning, an end, and lots of fucking stuff in between. Lots of cool things are happening. There's a good story. This the story doesn't seem good. It seems like a lot of stuff was like an afterthought. Like as part of that zero point that one point zero three patch, there's part where there's stuff where you're reading and you're just reading. And you're like, oh, this is some afterthought shit. It's like I'm standing there looking at the alien and he seems like a warrior, but he's actually being very helpful. You're like, and you're like, what? Like what is this? You yeah, know? Why would that be in there? That doesn't make yeah. sense. Well, yeah, it's like stuff. Yeah, you're like, okay, you're trying to do storytelling, but dude, you spent five years making this and there's no fucking audio. You know, just dude, I don't want to read a fucking paragraph every time you're trying to tell me a bullshit thing with no facts. Anyway, maybe they're saying that that since in an infinite universe, you know, no one's gonna speak English, so we're not gonna put the audio in, and well, also they, we don't expect anyone to ever find each other, so we're not gonna ever make player models. By the way, yeah, that's what I think happened. That's exactly what I think. Probably, happened. there's probably no player model. I hope they the player the performance issues in in some patches though, because it sucks to hear that it runs like crap on PC. Oh, they'll have to. They'll trust me. That's that. I guarantee they're working right now. They're those guys haven't been home in days. They're working right now because the, every stream it looks like shit. It doesn't look like shit, but it like compared to like a game like Star Citizen or Dark Souls or any PC optimized game, this doesn't look good. It looks mm-hmm. bad, and it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not selling itself. So if they want to sell this game beyond like next week, they better fix it. They better fix. They better have a patch to release very soon with some fixes. Well, I'm glad I never uh, jumped on on this one. Well, I'll be honest with you. For I think honestly, Michael, I think this is a game you might play. Because besides the optimization issues, it seems like the kind of if you like learning and you like wandering around in discovery, this is a good game for you, you know? Because there's lots of places to go and discover, lots of new things to see, lots of new ships to fly, you know, lots of new... You can try all kinds of things, but I feel like the multiplayer aspect is seriously lacking. It's like space engineers, but you can't build anything, which I think is just, like, not good. You know what I mean? Hmm. At least with space engineers, you can fucking put something together and, and then use it. Here, you're basically, like building new mod, like preset modules and stuff like that. Oh, build a hyperspace module. Okay, now you can upgrade this module. And like we all kind of know in the back of our heads that anytime you have a game that has these like add this module, add that module, somewhere at some point we're going to reach the end of the modules. You know? So there won't be any new experience after a while unless the company keeps making new ones and and, and putting them in, which maybe it's possible. I don't know. We haven't seen yet. You'd just be left with the exploring new planets and whatnot. Yeah, and exactly. I, I think Mike you you probably would like it. You can go find a fine, you know, purple colored moss on a certain planet and examine it, name it, catalog, etc. But there's no one like there's no 
you can't win. There's no one to fight, so it's not stressful or anything. You don't have to worry about being awesome. Sounds like Second Life. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why I think. That's why I think there's a lot of. Put it this way: this game is for some people. It's not for people who like the classic, like, oh, I'm gonna be a fighter and da 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 da. It's not for those people. It's not for like fucking people who are playing like Call of Duty or something. But it is there. This game is for some people. It's well. It looks nice and it's pretty and it's the there, there's obviously good engineering behind all the stuff that happens in the game and stuff like that. So, you know, um, what else did I have in here? Star Citizen 2.5. Yeah. So Star Citizen 2.5 was released uh, in the PTU the 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 persistent test universe, which only certain people have access to. I'm a subscriber to the game. I pay ten dollars a month, so I had second wave access. First wave is people who actually submit bug reports. Second wave is people who submit bug reports and subscribers. So I'm in the second wave, so I got in. Basically, what 2.5 has in it is it has the... uh, They add a place called Grimhex, uh, Green Imperium, Green Imperial Hex. It's a former mining colony with places to sleep for the miners. Um... And it was taken over by pirates, and now it's a pirate colony out in the middle of a mine, fe- out of the middle of an of a uh, asteroid field, and it looks really cool. <laughs> and they sell like pirate clothing in there and all this kind of stuff. They also did a new lightning lighting pass on a bunch of things, and they've added two ships: the Argo, which is a shitty little fucking shit ship. Um, it's cool, but it's it's for it's a support ship for capital ships um, to move care crew and transport things between capital ships. It doesn't have a a engine or anything like a hyperdrive, not hyperdrive, a quantum drive or anything like that, so it can't go anywhere by itself. It need, and, it, and right now there's no ship in the game big enough to carry it. So, But it's been released and you can fly it around the station. Uh, the other ship that was released was the Reliant Core, which is the main Reliant ship. Uh, the Reliant is a flying wing that rotates in space from landing mode to a, from a, so from vertical to horizontal, um, or from excuse me horizontal to vertical. Uh, pretty cool. It's cool. It's well designed. It's interesting. Um, fun ship to fly. I flew it around a couple times. Um, Isn't Boba Fett's ship like that? Yeah, it's it's actually a lot, a lot like Boba Fett's shit, except it's more like a a B wing, but you're instead of being in the uh, on the end, your or Y wing, I guess. No, it's like a yeah, it's like a Y wing. Instead of like being on the end, you're in the middle, and when the ship rotate, when the wing rotates, your whole the inside pod where the where the pilot and co-pilot sit, that all rotates too. Hmm. And you can't once a ship is in like flight mode, you can't get out of your chair because everything is sideways. Hmm. Um, but it's pretty cool. I mean, it's a cool ship, and it's very interesting. Um, so they That's added that. It's two. It's two people. It's a, a two-people, two-person ship. And I guess they, the next version, the version I bought was the, uh, the Tana, which is the combat variant. Um, that one has like, I don't know, seats in the back and a bunch of stuff for combat in it. And then there's a news van variant that has all kinds of weird shit in it. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's strange. The stuff they make in this for this game is just strange. Sometimes I just wonder, you know, I'm like, why is there a news van variant of this? And people bought it. People bought it like crazy. 
You know, I was like, why? I don't even understand. There's a news van variant of one of these ships? Yeah, so that you can use it. Basically, it's supposed to have built-in streaming in the ship built into the game. So basically... Oh, well, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's interesting if they can pull it off, but it's just another feature creep thing that is going to happen to Star Citizen, basically, to me. Hmm. Like, that's another unnecessary thing that they don't need to be worried about right now. And I, I'm sure they're not thinking about it, but people are going to start to complain, where's the news van variant? And they're going to be like, oh, shit, we have to make it, you know? So, <laughs> basically, what that one's supposed to do is you're supposed to be able to go to an event in-game, like one of the races or one of the com- the, 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 the uh, fights or battles or something like that, and then stream it live from your cameras. You're going to have all these cameras all over the ship, so you get all these weird camera angles. And you can ship from, you can stream from in-ship, you know? Um, to like Twitch or something like that. I don't know how that's going to work, but they've kind of promised that that's going to happen. So, if anything should be a news van, it should be the Aurora. Yeah, the Aurora is just a fucking just a clunky piece. It's just not clunky, but it's just a square, weird looking fucking piece of crap. Um, but that just proves like how ridiculous the that idea is now compared to how it was then. Back then, they never would have put something in like that. People were like, "What are you stupid?" But now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's everyone who's playing Star Citizen now has drank the Star Citizen water so heavily that they could make a, this is a Chris Roberts variant ship. Whenever you get in it, your face will become Chris Roberts' face. You know, people will be like, okay, you know, like of course, you know, and it's kind of sad um, that the, the Star Citizen fan base has become like become like that. But that's how it is now. Um, mind you, I still love Star Citizen. I'm definitely a fanboy. I definitely believe in the mission, and I believe that they're gonna finish this finish this thing. But at the same time, like, enough is enough. Like, let's get the, like, you push the fucking deadline back a million years and stuff. Like, they need to get the game done. Like, people, every day people are like, dude, that game's not happening. You're a fucking idiot for putting money into it. So, yeah. Um, It is happening. The game is happening. There's lots of news. The game is happening, no doubt. But um, the, the, the single player mission should be out sometime this year. And actually, they're having, they're going to Gamescom. Next week, excuse me, they go to Gamescom next week, and at Gamescom they're going to talk about um, they're going to talk about all the new. They're going to show some video. They're going to show some gameplay of new stuff, and rumor has it that the the first person shooter will finally be out in version two point six, which is supposed to be next month. They're supposed to, they're supposed to go up a point whatever. Point six, point seven, point eight every month. So, point six should be out next month. Point seven should see the beginning of AI subsumption, um, where NPC characters can actually do things on their own. You know, whatever. So we're getting there. Is there any any gauge on how many active players there are in the game? Uh, right now. Yeah, I mean, not right the second, but you know, on a daily basis, are, are there? 500 people, are there 6,000 people? In one server or in general? Uh, in general. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I mean, there's probably, I would say right now there's probably... How many backers? Less than 10,000. Mm, okay. Now, many, that's not bad. How many total backers? Backers, millions. 16 million. I mean, I mean six, 1.6 million, 1.7 million. Um... But the thing is, a lot of backers, like you guys back the game, you guys are a great right. example. 
you guys back the game you've never played, or Michael's played once, you know what I mean? But you've never, otherwise you've never played the game. So that's not a good thing or a bad thing, but there's lots of people who back the game and who are like, I'm waiting for the game to come out, I'm not going to play a half-finished whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. But then there's people like me who play the Persistent Universe and the Persistent Test Universe. Um, just, you know, I feel like I need to do it to get my fighter game up because I'm a horrible fighter pilot. So that's why I do it. Oh, uh, excuse me. But um, in those things, let's say it's a 32-player server, you know, 64-player server, something like that. I think, the, I think right now it's a 64-player server. So you have 64 people in a server before a new one gets instanced or something like that. And of those 1.6 million who play the game actively or who, are, who back the game, maybe only a couple, maybe 10,000 or something actually play the game. You know. We'll see what happens when the game comes out. The servers are linked, presumably? Um, or can you only play with up to 63 other people in your no, universe at once? The, the servers will be instanced. So basically what's supposed to happen is the universe server keeps track of everyone and how of their changes to the universe. But let's say you and I, you, me, and Michael are all in the same organization. So what happens is when you come to a system and me and Michael are there chilling, it will do everything it can to put you in there with us. You know, because it will look at our relationships and will say, oh, these guys all know each other, they're all in the same org, whatever, let's put them in the same group, let's put them in the same thing together. But let's say... Let's say you're being chased by bad guys and you come into the system where we are and the, the server is full where we are. Then there's a good chance it will split. Like, let's say the server, that system is full with all of our team waiting for you to lure um, these other two guys in. What might happen is you might come in, but when you come in, you only get half of our team and one of the guys who are following you, or both of them, you know? Because they have they, they, those two guys might take priority because they're engaged in combat with you, so it's going to stick you and two, you and them together, but then it's going to stick you with some of your friends, you know? Um, and then a new server will be instanced with some of us in it. Like, that's what would happen. That's um, so weird. It is very weird, actually. Um, now, now I probably said it wrong. It won't. I mean, it won't happen. It's not going to take people who are already together and then say, "Okay, you're out," and whatever. It's probably what's probably going to do is it's going to take people who were not together in the beginning. Like, so you and these other two guys would come into the server and maybe be empty. Maybe nobody be there, or maybe another group of people be in there. Maybe it'd dump you into another another random server of that of that place. You know. I don't know. That's what they say they're going to do. We have to see. But they they also said they may break the instancing down to like planet, not just system level, but planet level. So what might happen is what 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 might happen is when you wake up on a space station, go get your ship. That space station is in an instance. Then you leave the space station and you get dumped into the next instance for everything outside that space station around that planet. And then uh, you leave that and you go into another instance, you know? Um, I don't know. They, they've talked about several ways. Here's the thing about Star Citizen, right? They've have, they're basically building a bunch of fancy technology that may not work. You know, we don't know. We have no idea how any of this is going to work. It doesn't sound like a good idea to me, but it, I have not really played it, and I don't know how it's supposed to well, mesh what, together. 
what what exists right now, there's no there's none of that. So we don't know what's going to happen. You know, right now they just put two spawns areas in, one for people with without people with um, wanted levels and one with people without wanted levels. Mm -hmm. So that will probably lead to a lot more interaction of the good versus the bad and things like that. So at this point, at that point, we'll see what happens. So right now, assuming you could get enough people together and not shoot each other, you could have like 600 ships orbiting one planet. Sure. But in the future, there would be like 64 ships orbiting a planet and then on this instance, and then 64 ships well, on... No. No, no, no. Right now, right now, it's sixty-four ships orbiting, okay. and then in 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 the future, they're saying it may be limitless, but they don't know. They're, they're the goal is to get it up to like three or four hundred people per server. That's what they said the goal was. That seems more reasonable. Yeah, that's that's what they want to do, you know. And maybe maybe they'll be able to do that, but you know, knowing Star Citizen, they could be depending on technology that doesn't exist yet. They're like, oh, well, when the new inter Intel fucking AI processor comes out in 2020, then we'll be good to go. <laughs> you know, yeah. We don't know. We have no idea. Hmm. You know? My hope is they don't feature creep themselves. I, I shouldn't keep saying feature creep. My hope is they lock in and they can finish what they started, which I think they can, but I think that they have to release something major. And honestly, we'll see what I say after Gamescon. I'm going to watch Gamescon from work and probably get fired from a new job. <laughs> so while I'm watching Gamescon, I'll probably come back on that next Sunday and be like, oh my god, Star Citizen is the new place to be! You know, I might be amazed. I may be blown away by all the stuff they've shown us. Because they have cracked a lot of stuff nobody else has done, like procedural, high-res, high-resolution procedural planets. Um, better than, way better than um, No Man's Sky could ever mm -hmm. think about doing. You know? Um, atmospheric flight. Atmospheric flight. They've kind of beat that as far as like six. So with their six degrees of freedom system, um, they've already beat that. So there's a lot of things they have to put together and a lot of things they have to do. But they may, they may pull it off. So we'll see. Just got to give it time. <sighs> nice. When you said six degrees of freedom, my mind went to the movie Stargate. When he was like, any point in space can be, can be told by six points. But then you also need a point of origin. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, Mike and I had an idea. Thought you might want to participate. Since none of us are healthy, uh, we should all try and get healthy. Speak for your damn self. No, I'm kidding. Is this the eat all the pizza plan? If you want it to be. You can lose weight in a number of very creative ways. Yes. You could eat pizza all day and then run for five hours. <laughs> and have a fucking heart attack. And throw up for two of those five hours. Mm -hmm. Most of the pizza will come out. And since we're talking about bulimia, women, <laughs> don't. Three of us. Don't eh? do bulimia. It's an option? Yeah. It's an option. You still get the taste, but then you get rid of the calories. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, so back on uh... back on topic. <laughs> Not bulimia. Um, James. What say mm -hmm. you? To... I mentioned I mentioned this to James earlier today. By the way. Oh, did you? okay. Yeah, uh, I'm in. What are your terms? 
So I, I, did, I don't think I told you this, Evan. Maybe I did, but um, I was talking to a coworker about this, and he suggested some kind of monetary um, component to this. Yeah. Yes. Well, I had suggested that basically, like, put you know, put your money on the table and mm-hmm. give, um, say, like in three months or in six months or or whatever, um, winner take all. And I guess since we are of varying sizes, it would be percentage lost, not necessarily pounds. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the and, other thing. I was thinking it could be like BMI or I don't know. Right. And I mean that's an easy way to judge because it's simple formula. Um, I know you had picked out a potential app, and I scolded you, and you have not done. Uh, you've not spoken of it since. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, but you were thinking, you know, potentially uh, weekly rewards, but uh, you know, I don't know. I I think I would prefer, selfishly, something more like three months or six months or something. Just because in the long run, it's all about willpower, and if you like, if you need something to remind you every week, beat it. I think you need something to remind you every day. Well, that's you do that yourself. That's when you can use oh, yeah. that app and get like ten bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So what are the what do we think the? So I was thinking monetary wise, something like, you know, and it doesn't have to be a lot of money, but it could be like, um, I don't know. We all we all start off. We say, okay, we'll each put twenty five in the pot, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. Something a nice low number, you know, not like, oh, your next paycheck is mine. No, nothing like that. <laughs> you know, we're not, uh, we're not like that. <laughs> we ain't like, got it like that. Pick but, one thing that the other person has that is your payment. Like, mm-hmm. I want the cat. <laughs> yeah, right. No, so something like, something easy, like $25 or whatever, $50 or whatever we want to make it, we all put that in a pot, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. and or as a, uh, Older black lady taught me at work a kitty. What? Apparently, that's another term for that. Oh yeah, the kitty. You never heard about that? I don't approve. That's nope. from uh, that's a bidwiz term from a game called Bidwiz. A what? what? It's called Bidwiz. Uh. Moving on. on. Are you are you like going to Bonics on us or? No, no, it's 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 not Bonics, dude. It's, it's a fucking card game called Bidwiz, and in oh, Bidwiz you put your money in the kitty. Ah, okay. A card game, I see. Yeah, That's it's so a card weird. game. The kitty is just a pot. There you go. So yeah, I didn't I didn't know that until uh, this woman at work informed me. So anyway, um, so we could just all put twenty five at one, you know, to start off. Then maybe we want to increase it. Just to keep it keep it interesting, maybe put in twenty five every every time we get paid, or once a month, or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever you guys think, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm in. That'll work. So what, I, once, I a, once a month, once or twice a month. Well, to make it reasonable to work with everyone's budget, if we were to do, say, twenty five a month from each mm-hmm. person, and then set it for, what would you have, like, four months? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. I'm, I'm asking, like, what what's a reasonable time? What's the goal for for the end? Who loses the most weight? Yeah, or you know, twice, whatever. Whatever. I guess. You say who survives? No, <laughs> percentage-wise. But yeah, whoever survives wins. Um, I, I guess it could be done... Yes, I will travel to Tennessee yeah. and take out my opponent. <laughs> could, would it be percentage of body weight or percent... You could do the same with percentage of BMI. That's basically the same calculation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that seems fair. And then we're just doing weight, and BMI would in this instance would just be calculated by your weight, whatever the, the BMI is. We can all look up what the BMI thing is. Your height, your weight. Correct. Bam. There you go. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that seems very reasonable to me. Regular, smaller donations with a longer-term ultimate payout. Mm-hmm. So... Twenty-five a month mm-hmm. for four months, mm-hmm. and at the end of the fourth month, yeah, we say well, all right, yeah, okay, and then we can reassess from there. Correct. Okay. Now, if you wanted to, I mean, is four months reasonable to both of you guys, or would you want to do it, you want to do it for like a month first? Or do it every doing, month? I, I mean, we it doesn't do it. matter, right? You can do whatever you want. James can do whatever he wants, and I can do whatever I want. Right. I'm, you know, if it wasn't clear before, I'm pretty sold on the bulimia method. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm pretty sold on the running till you throw up method. Yeah. But, uh, as, you know. as I like to call it, plan B. <laughs> yeah, right. That's something different altogether, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> See what happens if you implement, if you implement that. So if you take ten Plan B pills a day, you puke your fucking guts out because you're a dude and you'll lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> but and you'll grow huge, ginormous breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, my friend. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, we could do um, every you know every one month. But if you know, I guess things can fluctuate month to month. People go on vacation, so I guess a longer term would be better for to compensate for everyone's uh, schedules and perhaps the occasional mistake. Mm-hmm. Red pizza, <laughs> entire pizza. Yep. Um, I, I just said four months because if we each do twenty-five, then it's you know, and even hundred dollars per person. But I guess I guess any money counts. So Mike, as the natural decision maker that you are, you pick three months, four months, six months, two months. I honestly months. think I think <laughs> I think it should be at least two because one you know, you might lose a bunch from, you know, fucking water weight. Like, it was drop off. You didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Two months, you can, you probably start to actually 
start to change. So it should be at least two months, but probably three or four to start. Okay. So you can you, know. you can flip a coin if you wish, or well, no. elect, elect to completely disregard, set the time frame to a year, and um, take a vacation with your winnings. Oh yeah, a whole year, that'd be pretty crazy. Um, well, uh, three what do you say? Three months? Four months? What do you guys think? I have I have bestowed the honor of choosing unto you. Under the bus you go. I I look to my my subjects for input. Your subjects. <laughs> you got to get a knife in the back. Hostile takeover. Uh -huh. my, my answer is yes. Oh my god. Okay. I guess we take a consensus. I vote four. Yeah. I like four. Yes. Okay, so four it is. When do we actually begin? Um, twelve thirty a.m. Mhm. Mm Pardon. Twelve thirty a.m. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you guys want a uh, a week to prepare yourselves, or do we say, you know? Now or basically Monday. Well, everyone has to get their starting weight. So as soon as everyone can, we'll say next week. And James, I don't know what kind of access you have to a scale, but I think a week would be somewhat reasonable for each of us to get a starting position and then go from there. I was recently weighed at the doctor. Mm-hmm. Does that count, or should I just weigh myself here? Or? Uh, if you can weigh yourself using the same scale uh, regularly, yes. that makes sense. Yeah, that would be ideal. Yep. So if you have a scale at your house, then I'd say yeah. you just use that one. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. James, do you have a scale? Uh, I can finagle one. You can finagle one. Uh huh. I shall weigh myself in the British way by stone. <laughs> by being stoned. Mm -hmm. By being stoned. Quick trivia bonus question. How much is one stone? 25 pounds. 14 pounds. Yep, I just made that number up, but it sounded yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> and why are stone used in... Great Britain? Bro, who the fuck knows? They use the metric system. Nobody uh, knows. No, they don't. You sure? <laughs> they sell gas by the liter. Do they? Yes. Well, okay. Maybe maybe they use it now. I don't know. All right, anyway, so. But yeah, that's fine. In one week, we shall start. In yes. one week. If any of you need a scale that can uh, report up to, no, I'm not judging, but the scale will report up to 550 pounds. 
I can He's send like, you, you gotta a link. take yourself to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go get weighed at the zoo. Go out to the, go out to the uh, the loading dock. Get on the freight. <laughs> Uh, no, you, th- there's one on Amazon. I think it's like forty bucks. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but it's quite good. I I actually have one that does not work because I left batteries in it and they corroded uh, the contacts and made it all gross and messy. Shit. Um, but my dad has the same one. So if you guys want to go to my dad's house once a week, or you know, once <laughs> next week and then again in four months. <laughs> hello, hello, Mr. Neal. Yes. We are here for our weekly wane. Yeah. <laughs> so come on in. Yep. What's the name of the scale? Uh, you're going to test me, huh? I think I have it in my cart. Son of a bitch. Okay, so... Um, pardon me while I scroll... Keep scrolling past the mattresses, past the motherboards, past the... Okay, it's called My Way, W-E-I-G-H, XL550. You can probably just search XL550 scale. It My is way currently XL. $42. Talking bathroom scale. Yeah. Does it shame you? <laughs> it should. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that's a good one. It has a 30-year warranty. Really? Wow. I wonder if I, I should contact them. I still have mine. I just I saw it was broken, and instead of throwing it away, I just put it under the sink. Well, I don't know if it's if they would cover uh, you know negligence, <laughs> gross negligence. It's <laughs> yeah. worth a call, I guess. Yeah. Why not? Okay. All right. So, All right. so, yes, we'll start in one week. I'm down. Okay. Everyone awesome. enjoy your last meals uh, <laughs> before executing the plan. I'm going on an all-liquid diet. Just beer. Straight diarrhea. <laughs> in and out. Yep. Exactly. All right. probably... Uh, You'd be right on your maintenance calories drinking about a case a day. That's about 2,800 calories. So, do what you will. Mm-hmm. What's, um, your, uh, what's your plan, Evan? Uh, that's a trade secret. Much like Cerulean Pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. So, not a secret at all? Yeah, you could take take an educated guess. It's going to be one of three things. What eating eating low carb? Yes, that is one of the options. The other is similar, but has uh, it's relatively low carb, but also adding some in for what is known as carb cycling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is the complete opposite. A high-carb, extremely low-fat diet from Mr. Chris Jones of Physiques of Greatness and Pump Chasers on YouTube. Pump Chasers. Yep. (laughs) They chase women who wear pumps. Something like that. 
chase, they're chasing that pump, man. They're trying to get that pump. Yeah. <laughs> get that gnarl pump to get your pump on. <laughs> Don Mazzetti. Don Mazzetti's gnarl pump. Yeah. Dude, his videos are great. It is great. Anyways, I think we've uh, we're just kind of droning on here. Yeah, so let's... next week we'll start, and then we'll report back in four months officially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what four months sounds well, like. Well, how about we do some? I mean, we you know we can all have to do whatever, but we can do uh, weekly updates. See how everything went. Blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. That's fine. But the official final weigh-in date will be four months and one week from today. Yes. When the hell is that? Christmas? Yeah. Just about. Perfect. Great. Mm-hmm. Perfect I will be I will be in town to collect my winnings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't winning shit. Yeah. All right. Except Sorry. a knuckle sandwich. He probably is. <laughs> He's probably going to be the winner. <laughs> James, you're already talking like you lost. Come on I now. I don't even know what I agreed to. I have no idea. I, just, uh, I, I was looking at pictures of uh, Ariel, Ariel oh, Winter. Pumps. Oh, yeah. So, uh, how do we should figure out how we deposit this twenty five dollars per? Uh, was it per paycheck or per month? I already forgot. Uh, I think per, per month. Let's do per paycheck if we can if we can afford twenty five dollars per paycheck. That way, there's something in there. There's something to win. Okay. Okay. So, well, we'll say twenty twenty five. So fifty dollars a month. We'll just say that. Yeah. I am okay with that. Michael, find an app. There must be an app for this. He's got an app. No, no, not that app. <laughs> no, I mean, there must be an app that, like, we can just tell PayPal to take $25 and put it in an account or something. Um, okay, can you auto-pay PayPal? Can you do PayPal? Okay, we'll talk about the fucking logistics of this later. All right, yeah. what else we got on the list? Let's fucking power through here. No, I think uh, that's it. Unless you want to really talk about anything. but There's there's uh, two things I want to talk about. I will actually I will do a quick mention. There is a cool interactive website that um, deals with drug addiction. It shows you you know opiates, um, barbiturates, stuff like that in the form of a periodic table. Cool graphics. You can click on them if you want to know more. Um, Google. My third uh, link is called Backrub. <laughs> so I I used uh, I was fucking around on StumbleUpon. Ah yes, and found a site. It's called facts slide or factslides.com, and the second fact for Google is that it was originally called Backrub. I thought that was funny. Huh. So there's a bunch of you know facts about Google on the link that I shared, but uh, there are many more facts down below as you will see if you visit the site. Um, the other actual. One I wanted to talk about, which I thought was funny, uh, is a very small study was done from uh, researchers at MIT who had a class of 84 uh, business management students, aged 23 to 38, and they were tasked with filling out cards regarding their classmates on a uh, rating basically how good of a friend their cl- they consider their classmates on a zero, zero to five scale. Zero is, I don't know who this person is. Five is, you know, I let them sleep with my wife. Uh, and it, 90, over 90% of the people 
who, you know, they filled out the cards, they thought, yeah, this is, I'm likely to get the same, the same answer back. We're really good friends, or, you know, I have no idea who this person is, whatever. So as it turned out, only about half of them were correct. So the link I put in there, I entitled, uh, Nobody Likes You. But in reality, half of your friends like you. That's it. It's pretty reasonable. Small sample size, but I still think it's funny. Yeah, that's good. I Mike? agree. Periodic table drugs pretty interesting. Definitely worth looking at. There's a notable thing that is missing from there. Hmm. Did you notice that? Uh, let me see if I can pick it out. Is it tobacco? No, that's nope. there. Is caffeine? Mm-mm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see caffeine. I, I didn't think about that. That's not, that's not really the drug I was thinking. I was thinking of illegal drugs. Um, illegal drugs. No, bath salts is on there. <laughs> like marijuana? Yeah, that's not on there. It is. It's number 11. Is it? I yeah. See it. It's right there. MJ. Now, I know there's far more actual drugs in these, obviously, but uh, it's interesting to look at. They even have Kratom on there. Kratom. They have Salvia. Oh, I remember that. You said Kratom? Yeah. What the hell is that? Uh, all right, all right. Google it yeah, on your own time. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. What, what, Mike, what do you got? You've been fucking with my server again. It's hot in there. Mm-hmm. Um. No, we can just skip that. Um. <laughs> nothing really. You wanted. About that's that. why I talked. That's why I turned it on. You wanted to talk about it. No, about I, I wanted to uh, try something out, which is unrelated to VMware itself. Oh. But um. <laughs> no. Uh, now officially. What's that? Am I officially part of a botnet now? No, but I did uh, stand up a new VM. Is it a Tor exit node, you dick? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just a... I was going to say an Oracle Linux 7 VM, but that's a lie. Okay. It's a CentOS 7 VM. Okay. Um, And I took down uh, two VMs. Destroyed them. Okay. But, uh, no... They're both James's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I couldn't remember the password to any of the other ones, so I was like, "F it." So I just built a the CentOS one. Okay. But um, no, the only other thing I wanted to mention uh, this geeky weather thing. I sent it to you, Evan. I think earlier. Mm-hmm. So the link is wttr.in, and <clears throat> you can actually access this from a command line window if you want. So if you're in a Linux, like a Bash terminal, you can do use like curl, C-U-R-L. You can do curl space HTTP colon slash slash W-T-T-R dot I-N. Hit enter, and it'll show you the weather in a nice ASCII format. Quick mention, I only recently, I'll say within the last year, found out what curl actually meant. And the fact that people use that on systems is fucking mind-boggling. What does it mean? Copy URL. 
copy URL. or clone URL something. So you can be in a, in a terminal and um, like a GitHub or some, something like that. You can curl some project on GitHub and if it has a matching file there, it will basically copy straight text from a website and execute it on your system. Hmm. Potentially very dangerous. Yeah. Well. I mean, obviously, know your source. But, you know, on, on tech podcasts and, and Linux podcasts for the last couple of years, they were talking about curl, you know, very nonchalantly. And then I found out what it was. I was like, oh, shit. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> hmm. I'm sure they're reasonable. Well, well, it's kind of like wget. Similar, yes. Yeah. Oh, shit, if you click on this thing, it's actually showing the weather right now where I'm at. Is yep. your location accurate? Because mine thought it was... It had the right city name, but it's uh, a Cordova in the Philippines. It's right on the money for me. Okay. Yeah, and like I was telling Evan, you after the slash, you could actually put like a zip code or the name of a city, and it should take you to the right one. Yeah, zip code worked very well. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, Excellent. that's all I want to talk about. Awesome. Cool. All right. I think I think we've had a pretty good show, minus the racism earlier, but we stuck with it. We got over it. <laughs> we, we only lost one listener. We pushed through the racism. We pushed all the way through. <laughs> yeah. I don't even as remember that. I, but. As soon as I... Well, yeah. I'm not going to... I was about to tell it again, but I'm not. As soon as I told that joke, Chanel messaged me on uh, on uh, Google and was like, I'm out. <laughs> that was too much. She had other stuff to do anyways, but... She whatever. messaged me. Let me read you the message she sent me. <laughs> she said... She said... Uh, she said... She too said... Far. She, Shaking my head. Wag wag of the finger to Evan. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh. You something you said, Evan? Yeah. I, the, yeah, the, I told I said something very racist, but hey. it was repeating something I saw on 4chan. Yeah, so he I, just repeated a joke that was I can't take all the credit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I thought you thought something I said. Okay. No. That was last week. Michael, close close this out here, please. Come on. Close the close the doors on this thing. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, looks like we had one or two viewers over the course of the podcast, which I very much appreciate. Thank you guys very much. Um, if you guys want to leave us any feedback, you can do so on Facebook. You know who we are. Um, we also have a Facebook URL now. If you go to facebook.com slash iopanelpodcast, or is it just iopanel? Um, well, either way, try the one. You'll find us. Uh, if you go to iopanelpodcast.com, that's our website. We'll post this episode once we get it processed and everything. You can leave us a comment. Uh, you can send us an email, iopanel, what is it, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. That's right. Uh, we also have a Twitter account. It's twitter.com slash iopanelpodcast. And this episode will actually be on YouTube later on youtube.com slash IO panel podcast. But we'll put the links and everything on our website, iopanelpodcast.com or iopanel.tech. That's T E C H. Um, we'll put everything there so you guys can get to it nice and easy. 
And uh, also, we have some permalinks there on the right-hand side. I include the Audible link, the RSS feed, so if you want to subscribe to the show in iTunes, or just not in iTunes, just the bare RSS feed, you can do that too. So either way. Um, all right, guys. Well, unless you guys have anything else, I think that's it. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you guys next week. Take care.